Guys, uh, we are back with day two day of the two national. For us. Day, yes. two. day two. I didn't us. even do the normal like lead in because it's We're just so busy it's it's nine thirty right now, and there's lines. I can't even see the booth next to us. Yeah. So many people. <laughs> there's lines everywhere, and there's lines at the tops booth too, and might be problematic because joining us on the mic right now is Susan Lajudai. Like she is tops. Right? She pretty much the face of tops at this point, <laughs> literally and figuratively, as she's on Allen and Ginter yeah. or in Allen and Ginter. That's so cool. What's so up, cool. Sue? Nothing. Thank you for having me. This Th- is uh, this is exciting. It's my fifth, fifth or sixth national. I forget. And, okay. Uh, I don't think I've done a podcast. You haven't done a podcast? Yeah. So really? It's exciting. You know, we should have you on more often. Yeah, I, I agree. I think so too. <laughs> Just not late at night because then I'm ready to fall asleep. Um, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Late at night, too, is like 8 o'clock. Yeah. I'm ready for bed by that point. Right. I, I understand completely. Uh, there's a lot of stuff I want to ask you, but we're, our time is limited with you. So first, let's get into the, the – at the end of the day yesterday, there was a lot of cheering and yelling going on at the Tops booth. What tops, was going on? Because, well, like, tops. you completely drowned out our podcast, like, legit. And I was like, what is going She's on over there? Over. So, She's so taking t- over the show. That's all. T- tell me what was happening. Tell me what was happening. I have nothing to do with that. Okay. Admittedly, sadly, okay. or fortunately, I'm not sure which one it is. But that's all Alan Nars. He is the rip master. Okay. Alan Nars has been in this business a very, very long time, and he has a card shop in Florida. But he comes every year to Fan Fest with us and to the National, and he does Pack Wars. Awesome. And awesome. if you talk to uh, Beckett Graders about Pack Wars, they can t- they can fill you in. They <laughs> they know it because they hear it every year but it's really cool <laughs> pack wars is really a lot of fun and what's what's great about pack wars is there's a lot of kids involved like the kids come by because it's free to, it's free to it's free to join oh nice. so what they do is we give out sample packs of tops cards series mm-hmm. one and series two cards and the kids then rip them open and you know the alanars will ask hey find me the player who weighs the most or find me the player who's the tallest and like so you're looking at the back of the stats and kids are screaming out and they're like I got him he's 6'4 6'4 <laughs> and he's screaming and it's going crazy and what's great is that Alan will look at these kids and like they're in his face and like he acts like he doesn't hear them so they're <laughs> screaming he's like oh I got 6'2 over here and the kids are like 6'4 like they're about to like and it's it's crazy yeah pretty much and it's 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 actually like really funny to watch but like and they get so into it and that's really it's pack wars and that's something that we love to do every year because mm-hmm. it's it, it engages everybody and like when we love to see the kids out here like enjoying the hobby and it's a good way to get everybody just excited and have a lot of fun at the booth awesome that's you what it's all about it's all about the kids man there's yeah. so many just you know 
the generations that are that are that are moving on, and we need to we need to rebirth this thing and get it going again. <laughs> so uh, Mike Payne so, just walked by. Yeah. we had a senator on our show yesterday. We did have a senator on our and show yesterday. And Mike was more impressed with Susan sitting here. That's pretty awesome. Cool. All right, That's so how did you how how did you get at Tops? I mean, how did, what's your background as far as cards and and how you landed yeah, there? Yeah, so about 2007, a friend and I we created a, a a blog about trading cards called a cardboard problem, okay. and. Um, through the blog, you know, you know, we wrote about our trading card, just the same, like typical. This is what I got. This is what I picked up. You know, news and news in the hobby. But I, I also was a journalist in my real life. Um, <laughs> I had a real job, and I was a journalist, so I had a writing background as well. And we actually through that, and um, Beckett reached out to me. Chris mm-hmm. Olds at the time, when he was the Beckett baseball editor, reached out to me and said, "Hey, how would you like to do some freelance work for Beckett?" And I said, "Oh my goodness, that'd be fantastic." I, you know. I've read Beckett since I was a kid. I'd love to. So for two years, I did freelance work for Beckett. And when an opening um, came in Beckett, I actually worked at Beckett for two years as the football, hockey, and basketball editor. And then after two years, um, I saw a position at Topps. They're based in New York City, and that's where I was working out of New York. And was a sports editor for Topps. And what I did for them initially was, as a sports editor, like, the main part of the job is actually picking the images that show up on cards so sure. like that's i mean that's awesome you open a pack of cards you're like that's my card like i picked that image that's but you cool. pick the images you're editing the backs you're like requesting stats from like people um it's a lot of organization stuff going on a lot of details but i did that for about a year and then now i work in our marketing department doing our social media our pr and uh going on podcasts when people ask me to <laughs> nice. I, I, I gotta back up and ask <laughs> you were you, you you had a great uh tenure at beckett and I'm going to say that because you were the hockey, and I'm the hockey editor, and I'm I'm now part of the hockey team. And I was flipping through some old cards in the back, in that uh, that vault we have back there, and I came across some. Was it? I don't even know the like KHL or some kind of weird foreign league. I'm like, who did this? And then I I, I looked it up, and it was like, oh. <laughs> It was Susan. <laughs> Susan did it. Now, now, now they're still sitting back there. They smell very commie-ish. They smell like a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I read. It was uh, yeah during that time because that was the thing too. Like, it's not just about trading cards here in North America because right. obviously you know we have Tops and Panini and Upper Deck, but like there's cards all over the world. Sure, so right. I want you know I wanted to make sure that we were including everything. So that's why you know reached out to the uh, rep at KHL and he would send us cards. Mm-hmm. And what was really cool was that. I, it was after the like after after like when the NHL had a lockout, but there was still a lot of guys who were playing over in Russia sure. that you would know from the NHL. So these cards, they actually and they made really awesome yeah, cards that were, were very different from what you know the North American mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. deal like cor- companies had been doing. That's I completely agree. They're really cool. Every time I go like. I'm back there. I always feel like the patch on it because it feels completely different yeah. than what you know we have over here. All right, let's talk about tops now because this is a it's a massive thing now. Uh, last year, Paul Paul loved it, yeah, hated it. He was the tops now guru in the office, but it's but just it got grown. so big and I, I couldn't keep up with that in my other stuff. So now someone else in the office has to do it, so <laughs> I can't keep up with it. So it's it's growing, it's growing, it's growing. What? How did how? Where did the vision for that come from? And how did it get from where it was to what it is now? Yeah, so a couple of guys in the office, I guess last year, were talking about, you know, how, how can we do things a little bit differently? Like, it's sort of like one of those things, like, man, um, remember Jose Batista had that bad flip card, and then a picture ends up in Series 1 
five, six months later. Right. Amazing card. It went crazy. I remember sure. actually when that card image came out, I'm not even exaggerating. Like it was trending on Facebook in Canada. Like that's how that's how crazy it was. <laughs> right. Like when you have like the trending on the side of the page, sure. it was like Canada, Jose Bautista Bad Film card. Awesome. But it was one of those things like how do we capture that now, tops now, right. instead of six months from now. Sure. So it was just sort of like a light bulb went off with a couple guys and said, we have we now have the capabilities to create cards mm-hmm. essentially instantly right so how can we make make that happen so it it, it, it happened actually really quickly in a matter of like two weeks like really? it went from the idea to the like all right let's put this down on paper say like this is how we're gonna do it so it's like essentially two weeks and we're like this is what we're doing we're gonna make this program called tops now it's going to start for mlb season on opening day last year um so let's do it and you know from the start it was popular like card number one last year i think sold around somewhere around like 300 copies 360 ish mm-hmm. somewhere in there it was um francisco Liriano. Lir- right? and yeah. if you look what that card goes for right, you know, that right. that price is crazy like and you think like for essentially for a base card like that's that's a lot that card goes sure. for like a hundred couple hundred dollars so right. it's pretty crazy and it's been really exciting i love tops now and not because i work at tops i love tops now because it gives me a chance to collect cards of same thing like i love i'm a yankees fan so i have a millionaire and judge tops now cards right. now. absolutely <laughs> so it's been really exciting and it's also a cool way to it helps you engage also in baseball every night so you look at it and like every night you're looking like what is going on in baseball now so it actually even makes you a bigger baseball fan sure as well as just loving cards as well so absolutely do you have a favorite tops now card do I have a favorite one? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have a favorite one. I just like what it's done for the hobby because right. I've heard so many stories about like father and son at a game, big event happens, someone hits a walk-off home run, you like capture that moment. The next day, you can buy that card. You're like, oh, I was at that game, you know? Oh, and then absolutely. You guys started putting the memorabilia in and doing the autographs and like taking it to the next level. I just, I love it, man. Yeah, I same, love it. It happened to me last year, actually. I was. Um in August, I went to a Yankee game, and turns out it was Aaron Judge's and Tyler Austin's debut game. Like we oh, okay. happened to go because the, before the game, it was a reunion of the 1996. Right, Yankees right, team. right, so right. So we went to we got tickets and we went to the game, and um, it was like it was legitimately 100 degrees outside, and mm. I couldn't I couldn't even sit there very long. But I was like, we saw the reunion. I was two two weeks having just given birth to a baby two weeks ago, so right. I was like. I was like, I can't stay out here very long. It's 100 degrees. I just want to see Aaron Judge's and Tyler Austin's first at bat. Sure. They hit both at home runs. Right. And I'm like, this is amazing. And the next day, I was like, I'm getting this Tops Now card <laughs> well, yeah, because sure. I was there. Yeah. I saw it. And so now that that is actually my favorite card. Mine, awesome. mine is Bartolo Colon. Yeah, the Bartolo Colon For is obvious cool. reasons. Yeah. I mean, but it's 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 such a great card, I think. Um, all right, let's move on because uh, I know you got to get out of here. But um, – what, what are you guys doing here? What, what do you got re- planned for the rest of the week here? So um, along with the crazy pack wars right. that everybody heard yesterday. Right, right. Well, a crazy line in. at your booth yeah, right now, already. too, yeah. as I'm looking. Everybody's <laughs> lining up for our box redemption pack. So we have these... So we have our box redemption where you come by the Tops booth and you bring a 2017 Tops hobby box of baseball, UFC knockout, MLS, and uh, or WWE Undisputed, and you get um, either one, two, or three packs depending on the box. And they're just extra packs, and what's in them are 2017 Bowman Chrome sort of... Uh, We'll call them national uh, refractors because you cannot get this. Yeah, yeah, those, yes. You cannot get this design refractor anywhere else but here at the National. And mm-hmm. people have been pulling amazing cards. Their very first day, somebody pulled a one-on-one Derek Jeter autograph, wow. and I was so sad because I, I gave him that pack. So that <laughs> card was in my hand very briefly for uh, about two seconds. Uh, we actually. First, hand of God, first thing I heard about coming into the National were those packs. Yeah, I that, mean. That is awesome. They, we did them last year, and mm-hmm. they were so popular that we said, you know what? 
Let's do it again because yeah. people, if, if, we're going to give the people what they want. You know, That's so right. they love those packs. Let's do it again. And we did it again. And same thing. It's been super popular. Everybody's lining up. And it's just been exciting to see everybody. They'll, they'll come back and show us the cards they get. That's awesome. Good stuff. That's awesome. Man. All right. Good we're going to get you out of here because we both have obligations that we got to go do. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm glad that we can make this happen. Please, let's, let's, let's make this a regular thing. I agree. Let's yeah. do it. Okay. Right. Awesome. Awesome. All right. You guys hang tight. We'll be right back. Hello, this is Joe Davis with GotBaseballCards.com, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back from that quick break. Um, Dude, it's, it, this is going to be fun. This is fun. Um, it's going to be fun it's, right it's, here. It's been a while since we did one of these. It has. Uh, but we're going to do some Pack Wars with Ryland here. Oh, there, there's Paul showing the box. Woohoo! Uh, we're going to do some Pack Wars with Ryland. I'm going to go ahead and hit the record button here <laughs> so we can get that all going and ready. All right, so we're doing pack words with Ryland. Uh, last time we did this, we were at the Toronto show. Priscilla is in the frame, and she's on the microphone. What's up, Priscilla? Hi. How are you doing? I'm tired, but you're, good. You're tired, right. but good. Good, good, good. Uh, Drinking R my Starbucks, you know. Okay. Hey. R Ryland uh, is a fan of the show. He came over to say hello, and he hopped on. I said, we gave him an autograph. I said, hey, you want to do pack words? And he's like, yeah, sure. Do you like NASCAR, Ryland? No, I don't, but we're going to do, anyway. do it anyway. <laughs> we're going to do it anyway. We're going to do it anyway. Why not? Anyway. Um, a pack so is a pack, man. A pack is a pack is a, a pack, pack is right? A pack. Yep, so absolutely. This is what we're going to do. Uh, there's one autograph and two memorabilia cards in this, yes. right? Yes. So, uh, Rylan, you are the guest. Do you want to go first autograph wins or first memorabilia wins? I think we should go with first autograph. First autograph wins. Okay. First autograph okay. wins. Okay. All right. That sounds good. Now, before we get into, the, uh, get into this, dude, you're an amazing... 12-year-old, technically 11-year-old. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you, you. You sat down and you said, oh, I have a YouTube. What do you do on YouTube? Oh, I, I do stupid gaming videos. Stupid gaming videos. Mm -hmm. There's nothing stupid about gaming yeah. videos. And so uh, we, we, we jokingly asked if you wanted a job, but we, I'm, I'm thinking this might lead into a job. Yeah, he'd do a little internship or something <laughs> for us. I'd be cool with that. Yeah, that would be stuff. really cool. All right, so uh, let's, let's get into these packs here. Um, Priscilla's track record is not the greatest with Pack Wars. She's 0 for 5. But uh, she's hoping to turn it around here. Ryland, you're in the driver's seat, so to speak, here. Uh, -um -bum. You guys, uh, Ryland, you want the, you know what, Priscilla? Yes. You're the underdog. Uh, yeah, definitely. You underdog. want the left side or the right side of the box? I'll do left. Left, left. side of the box. All Please right. take those cards. Go. Left. We'll go. All right. On the right. There All we right. go. So this first stack of cards, this first, these first packs, Oh, just so you guys know, if you can't see it, we're opening 2017 Panini Donruss Racing. Courtesy of Panini. Thanks, guys. Yes, for thank hooking you. That up. Uh, cool. So uh, this is what we'll do. First stack of cards, whatever. You know, first packs that we open, first autograph wins. Okay? okay. And then we'll move to the memorabilia. Okay? Okay. Sound right. good? Sounds good. All, All right, right. Here we go. Going. Start it off. Just, just go. All right. Here we go. This is really going in the first turn right here. <laughs> Ryland's going to open the pack now. He's opening the pack now. Here we go now. Priscilla's <laughs> on the pack now. Second. Now Ryland's in the lead now. Man, I wish I could do that. It is really cool, huh? Right. He's, like, he's like, hey, I know oh. somebody. He's like, he said, hey, Danica I know Patrick. Danica Patrick. Oh, look at this. Oh, you got whoa. it all backwards, whoa. and you got the memorabilia card. Okay, I've got no, sort of. Okay. But not really. Dale right, Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt. Uh, That's nice. There's nothing in here. No, there is. There is. There That's is. a piece there's of rubber. Tire. That's oh. a piece of rubber oh. from oh, the tire. Right. Cool. We're going to put this here. We're going to play a little game with this later. Yeah, we'll play a game with that later. I got a number to 299. Okay, all right. All right. Awesome. All right. Looks like we're moving on to the second pack. No autographs there. Second pack. 
Cool Coming metal up. card, but going on the auto. I'll Still go, looking for, for that first autograph. Oh, look at Grabbing that, man. He's not middle. even going in order. He's changing things He's up, He's changing man. things up. Man, this kid's a doer. He now, is, uh, Rylan, where do you go to school at, buddy? Uh, Juliet. Juliet. Here in Chicago? or? Uh, it's near Chicago. It's okay. about an hour and a half drive. About an hour drive to here. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Cool. So cool. not terrible. Is this your first national? Uh, no, he came last year. Okay. Yeah, there's no way this is his first national. All right. There's awesome. no way, man. Awesome. <laughs> We're still ripping He's here. He's been to more nationals than you. Yeah, he surely <laughs> has. Probably. <laughs> he surely has. We're ripping. We're having fun. All right. Got it. Okay. Nothing. 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 All right. All right. Pack three. Here we go. Still chasing that auto. Just throw the packs on the floor if you need to. They're in your way. Just throw them down yeah. the floor. What does the winner win? Well, you, you, win the, you win the box. You win, but first autograph wins, right? Or yep. in this in this stack. And there's already another memorabilia card out there. So There is, there is. Um, now we're having fun. You All should right, have one autograph in I'm not even going to look at Priscilla. I know she's not getting it. Please? No, I'm not getting anything. She's not. You pulled a memorabilia on the first pack. Oh, I've, yeah, I've right. gotten nothing. You're not, right. only, not only <laughs> did you pull a memorabilia, you, you, pulled, corrected. <laughs> you pulled a Dell Earnhardt Jr. memorabilia oh, card. Pretty neat. That's pretty nice. That's pretty cool. It's better than the service we got at Geo Donald's last night. Uh, that was, oh, oh God. That was really <laughs> bad, wasn't it? Let's not ruin the spot pass. Let's not ruin this. Oh, what'd you oh, get? You got a Dominator, oh, I think. Oh, Dominator. 999. Yeah, weird very cool. Refractor weird Refractor. Weird Refractor-ish. Technical term. It's a that technical is, term. That is the technical term for yeah. the, the so pin. this guy's name is Bubba. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bubba. Bubba Wallace. This, we're opening <laughs> racing. There's Yellow no surprises Yellow. here, opening racing. All right, look, he's way ahead of you. Come on now. She's, she's, a, she's distracted she's a, by she's shiny things. Yeah, she's a looker. Crazy. How do you name your kid Bubba? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the answer. Don't it could be a answer. nickname. Oh, come on. It could, like oh, yes. First oh, autograph. Look at that. Oh, he got it. in the house. Damn. Is that uh, Eric? Uh, what's his name? Eric Almirola. Yeah, Eric Is he the rookie, Almirola. right? I think he's a rookie think, that so. year. So you, yeah. got so you win this stack. Whatever is in that stack, including yep. that memorabilia yep. card, we'll go ahead and get, get that's all, all that. yours. That's all yours. Cool. Okay, let's let's. All right, let's uh, see how many packs we got left. Let's put that okay. down and reset. Let's let's reset. Okay. All right. How many packs you got left? Uh, I don't know. I've scattered my trash all over. Yeah, we'll move these over here. That's get good. The trappers out of I've here. I've got seven. You got seven. Okay, seven. All right. Oh, I believe I have less than seven. Okay. I don't know. We'll see what you got. It looks like you might have seven. One, two, three, four. I have eight. You have eight. He, he beat you with How? one. Less pack. Priscilla. One less pack. Priscilla, okay. Priscilla. There is. Um, right, there's one member. There's one mem left. One mem left. Okay. So, right, so we'll play for that. Yeah. Whoever whoever gets the mem gets it. Let's wins. Do it. Okay. Let's separate these cards. Though. Take the cards that you already have. Yep. Oh, the ones yep. that yep. I already got. Yep. Put yep. them Those in this stack yours. right here. That's yep. all yours. Okay. It's all yours. It's the box you can put them in when you're done. I think I'm looking at 0 and 6. Yeah, you're, you are. You're not looking good. You're not. It's not you're 0 and 5 right and a half right now. Okay, here we go. All right, come on, Ryland. Ripping them open. Go. go ahead. Go. Come on, Ryland. Again, shout out and thank you to Panini for these uh, yep. boxes of Donruss Racing, 2007 yes, Donruss Racing. There's uh, lots of other. Rated rookie. There's lots of other stuff in here, too. There's short prints. There are name variations. Yeah, there's one of ones. Uh, yeah, there's all the, kinds of stuff. It's, it's, it's a, a lot product. of good fun stuff. It's a good I product. Like this. Well, if there's like name variations, I don't know what to look for because well, it's racing. Well, <laughs> that's true. You'll you'll figure it out. You'll usually there's just like one name at the bottom yeah. of the card. Oh, that makes sense. Did, did yeah. you open Donruss Baseball or Optic Baseball? Yeah. So yeah. those had name variations, right? Maybe yeah. something similar to that. One ninety nine. Not, not right. bad. Not bad. There you go. Everything, man. Yeah. What does that say? Uh, Iceman. Iceman. See, that's a name variation. There ah, you go. Cool. There you go. Okay, I got this really cool Rusty Wallace. Uh huh. Okay. Is he uh, the rusty Volkswagen Wallace? <laughs> 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 you 
I said in Elite Series 999, no. No. But good try. Good try. Thanks for playing. All right. Ah. Oh. Every time I see something backwards, I get excited. Because yeah. the baseball cards, which is what I primarily open, sure. something backwards usually means an auto. That's right. Good about That's really that, good. Right. Oh, when they're, fl when they're flipped? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh. I, I always get excited when I get a flip Me one. Too. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't like my chances right there. You don't like the chances? Having oh oh we oh. got a Terry Labonte. The, the anticipation is killing me. It's killing me too. And oh, we're on the next pack. Next, next pack. pack. Here we wow. go. Wow, still no mem. No mem. The elusive second mem card. It'll either be in your last pack or your next pack. Probably. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, usually how it works. Nope. Nope. All right. Let's see what we got. So you, you said you, you said you collect baseball primarily. Baseball. Yeah. Who's your player? Who's your guy? Uh, Anthony Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo. Oh, nice. Oh, I saw awesome. that. I was at the game last night. I got to see him in a home run. That was pretty sweet. That's cool. That was really sweet, man. He had a bomb, man. Oh, you went to the baseball game? Schwerberg had two bombs last night. Yeah. I did. Schwerberg was on fire the invite. last night. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> All right, I got two packs left. No, we got to get this mem here. We actually sat right behind the Cubs dugout, actually. It was Ooh, pretty cool. Uh, I love me some Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad that doesn't come with the card. You imagine getting a redemption for like a case Ooh, of Mountain Dew? I got a numbered out of 299, Jimmy Johnson. Uh oh, that's Very a good nice. card. Go. That's a good card. Oh, that's a JJ. See? That's a JJ. There you go. your variation, too. JJ. All right, last Johnson. pack. Last right. pack. Last. Rylan, you better get it here. It's not looking good for you, buddy. Not looking good, buddy. I'll give you that pack so we're even. Oh, there okay. All right. There you go. All I've right. opened more than you faster. Uh, Dan there's Fretter. a Danica. Danica. All right, the, but you had one. She had one more, so you open that one right there. That way we're even. Yep. It looks like you lost anyways, Priscilla. Ooh, Kevin Harwick. Okay, Harvick. Harvick. Out of oh, nine ninety nine. Unless okay. I have nice. one of the top loaders in here. I yeah, got it. you got I mean, it. He even knows what those are, man. Unless I have one of those he's plugs. A, he's, a, he's a he's a smart kid. Another, ooh, Jimmy Johnson Race King. Okay. Nice. What'd you get, yep. man? What'd you get? Kyle Busch tire rubber. It looks like. Oh. There you oh. go. Awesome. Ooh. Now let and me the, and the streak continues. The streak so. continues. Congratulations, Ryland. You lose again. thank you. You go home with a whole box of uh, 2017 Donruss Racing. Did you have some fun doing uh, Pack Wars? Yeah, that was awesome. That's pretty cool, huh? I've never seen it done like this because at my local card shop, what they do is they give you a pack of shuffled. Okay. So it's like different sports. It's okay. like seven or eight packs okay. of different sports multi. All right. And then they'll call out like, okay, open this pack and look for, say it's a baseball pack, look for third baseman. And oh, then I every see. third baseman okay. that you get is a point so that's how they do it for us okay that's cool i like that i like that way there's so many different ways to do pack wars i know over in the pavilion the breaking pavilion they do it a whole bunch of different ways you know oh, yeah. tallest guy shortest guy biggest guy you know they do it all kinds of different ways so, so uh you, you said your your lcs uh give your lcs a shout out here on beckett radio who, who you, where do you shop at uh baseball card king baseball card king is he set up here yep where's he at i'm actually not sure i haven't come across him yet okay, across him? okay. cool Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Good deal. All right. Awesome. Awesome, man. I believe they're the official supplier for this. Sure. Okay. What's okay. your YouTube username so we can all follow you? Watchful Hot Gaming. Watchful. I was eight when I made the name. So. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. so, so we're not judging you. Is that and what you're telling us? And, what <laughs> <laughs> and what's your Twitter handle? Uh, it's at CubbyRye14. At Cubby Rye 14. Perfect. Okay, you're gonna have to write that down for me so we can tag you in this video. <laughs> all um, right, my man. Now I have one last question for you. Breaking this Donruss Racing for the first time. Do you think this is a product that you might like get, like get into later on? I mean, do you have some fun? 
I, I this is a lot of fun. Awesome. And I like the the unique memorabilia. Like yeah. in baseball, it's always a jersey or maybe a bat if you're lucky. But yeah. like that tire rubber here, that's cool. That they also cool. they have sheet metal. They have uh, patch cards. Oh, they got fire suits. Yeah, fire suits. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool stuff. Cool. So it's a yeah, lot of fun. That's just interesting. A lot of fun. Very okay, cool. buddy. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Thanks for joining us for this, and we really appreciate you stopping by, man. Absolutely. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, buddy. Take care. This is Rob Bertrand with GoGTS Live, the Hobbies web show, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're moving right along here. We just had a great sit-down interview slash pack wars with uh, Rylan. Killing it. Killed killing Priscilla it, killing it. in the... Uh, in the Donruss Racing well, backwards. No, no shocker there, but yeah, yeah, no, but yeah. he killed it, though. <laughs> that's okay. Good stuff. But uh, joining us now is an interview for Paul and I that's been uh, about a year in the making. We just keep missing each other. But he, he he's here at the National where we've made time. Uh, Canadian best-selling national, best-selling national author and Sportsnet anchor, the Scott Van Pelt of Sportsnet, <laughs> if you will. There you Mr. go. Mr. Ken Reed. What's going on, Ken? Not much, boys. I appreciate that comparison because Scott Van Pelt, is awesome and huge and as you can see by the mob around me yeah we're obviously south of the 49th parallel because i'm not getting mobbed at all but it's, <laughs> it's awesome to join you guys because i am a loyal listener and i'm not just saying that to kiss up and i saw paul last night at the white Sox cubbies game you, you yeah, saw um, that was such a good game wasn't man. that awesome that kyle schwaber i don't think that landed yet that home i run. don't think it has either and Abreu was crushing the ball too man yeah. it was just crazy it was a cool like game six to be runs last night or something. that ball was flying out of there last was, night there yeah. was a one, I think it was Obrey, one-handed homer. Yeah, the one-handed yeah, homer. Ball was just flying out. It was ridiculous. Mercy, so it was I, good game. I uh, long I, ride home though, but good game. I, <laughs> I, took the I, train, didn't, yeah. I didn't get to go to the game last night. I went to Giordano's and had a the worst experience ever at a restaurant. But uh, oh really? Yeah, uh, I feel about it kind of bad because we we Paul and I hyped him up as we were coming up here, but. It was all bad. Man, it was all bad. Really? Yeah. That's awful. That's Hope okay. you get better dining tonight. Because I did hear you guys saying you'd sign buffet cards yes. if anybody brought them in. Yes. And they did. What's they, the buffet card count at right now? Uh, just full. It's two. It's two. It's two. Yeah. Uh, but I got to give her lots of props, man. She she created her own buffet card. Wow. She so did. that wow. was a logo. Yeah, I saw like, that tweeted out. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty that was sweet. Really cool. Pretty good. That was really cool. All right, man. Uh, let's talk about your books. Um, sure. You 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 wrote a. See, one night only is. Yeah, I like, I like one night only. Thank you. But uh, the the other one, hockey card, hockey card stories, hockey card very stories. creative title, very creative. And then you're working on hockey card stories too. Yes. So what's gonna what, what's gonna be in that? Well, hockey card stories. I just had the Opeachy cards. Okay. Uh, so for hockey card stories too, I've got a lot of junk era wax. Okay. Wax junk era cards, which is pretty cool. I did a ton of upper deck, uh, some pro set Opeachy, nice. of course. Uh, and it's it's more geared towards that 1988 to 1992 collector, as opposed okay. to Hockey Card Stories was geared toward the 70s and 80s collector. Okay. All right. Very cool. But it's still sprinkled with 70s and 80s wellness as well, because I'm a lover of all eras yes. of hockey. There you go. Doesn't discriminate in hockey. I no, want, sir. I want to point out his Expos hat. I tell you mm-hmm. almost monthly that I love a good Expos hat. You do. Yeah, I just you do. I like, I like the 1977 <laughs> on it. Here's the good beauty stuff. of an Expos hat. It only entices happiness in people. Yeah. Nobody looks at an Expos hat and gets angry. That's now, right. a Yankees fan will look at a Red Sox hat and get angry, vice it's versa. It's true. But, man, I wore this to the – I've been wearing this all weekend because, you know, it's Tim Raines week in Cooperstown. Way to go, Rock. He's going in on Sunday. So uh, it entices happiness in people. Everybody – nobody has bad memories of the Expos, save for the last five years of the team. Right, right. <laughs> now, Paul, you might not know this, but Paul's a Nationals fan. So yeah, anyway, it just you just transfer right welcome. over. <laughs> yeah. <You're welcome. laughs> yeah, that's awesome. All right, so let's talk about uh, hockey cards too. Yeah, 
you said uh, Junk Arawax Pro Set. Pro Set's an interesting set because it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, can you name some of the names that are that you, you touched on with the Pro Set cards? Uh, I really tried. Uh, let me see Pro Set. Who the heck is in there from Pro Set? Jeez. You know what? Nothing comes to mind right away okay. with Pro Set. All right. Uh, Top Stadium Club. There's a good Garth Butcher card. He's oh, okay. uh, he's uh, uh, flaming up his blade. He's got the mullet going. He mm -hmm. was a good sport nice. to talk about that. I talked to a lot of goalies. Uh, lots of early 80s goalies, they get going on uh, about uh, their gear. But the one pro set card I wanted to do, mm -hmm. was it Paul Gillis, the blood oh, on the, the nose, blood. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. the blood's not on the nose? Right. If you're listening, Paul Gillis, track <laughs> me down, because I could not track down Paul Gillis. I tried for uh, at least six months, and I really wanted that card in the book just to see his take on it, or if sure. he even knows about it. Sure. Because that card will go for 350 bucks. It will. Yeah. Um, when we were up in Toronto uh, earlier this year, Stephen and I were talking about that on the main stage there. About, yeah. And, and we, had a, we had a listener that was in the crowd come up and he said, I've never even heard of this card. I'm like, yeah. how have you not heard of this card? This yeah. is a very popular card. They caught that early, too. Yeah, they're real early because it's hard which, to find. Which is kind of funny. They caught that, but then the umpteen thousand other errors in Pro right. Set <laughs> yeah. right, right. that came out, they didn't catch them. But I, I didn't, I don't know what's so offensive about blood on a hockey card. I, I'm Early 90s, that's all I can Early think. Early 90s, I mean, the whole HIV thing, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Tommy Morrison. Street cred on a hockey card. But, I mean, yeah, I tried. <laughs> I couldn't get a hold of Peter Stastny either. I wanted to talk to him about he was messed up with one of the Sunstroms on his card. There was a blatant error there. Oh, but wow. a lot of upper deck. Yeah. Um, let me think uh, some good upper deck ones. Uh, Troy Millette, tough guy for the Rangers, sitting in his stall, shirtless, 21. Nice. So I call him up. I'm like, how'd they convince you to do that? He's like, oh, my God, I wouldn't do that now. I'm a 45-year-old firefighter. <laughs> and then I'm a 21-year-old tough guy, right? They want you to get all jacked for a card. You're pumped up. So it's like uh, the book's kind of like uh, it's would be if you revealed all our high school yearbook pictures. Nice. We don't look quite as cool as we do now. Or, right, right. You know, maybe we got frosted tips or something in it. Sure. So <laughs> the upper deck cards were fun. Uh, talked to Brent Gretzky about bloodlines card it's brent wayne and keith sure it was really cool i did an event with brent uh this year a hockey heroes event we raised money for for heart and stroke in canada and we just hit it off and i said i'd love to have you in my book what card so we just we just chatted about it and he was he was almost a fan of his brother the way a lot of us were because sure. wayne was 12 13 years older than brent right right so to be on a hockey card with his brother during his draft year was just such a thrill That's for him. And, of course. You know, they played against each other one night. He's like, my brother totally schooled me. He's <laughs> right. like, now I know why everyone talks about him like exactly. this. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there's a, I'm, the card sitting on my desk at work. You've seen it. It's the female hockey player. She's a like, Manel Rayon? Yeah. No, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Goalie? Saint, she was the goalie. Yeah, and that was, she was very popular during that time. Goalie for Tampa Bay? Yeah. She sold all the time during that time. Yeah. Manel Rayon got a, a shot with uh, Tampa Bay. This was like a Canadian tire company card. It was wow. a promo card. I think her name was St. Clair. Really? Yeah, but I'll, I'll have to send you a, a text. Christine St. Clair is the big soccer star in Canada. Yeah, it, it's definitely hockey. She's definitely not on a hockey card. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll have to tweet a picture at you. Okay. So you yeah, I don't remember that one. I don't yeah. remember that one. Back I then. have it on my dad. I was going to bring it, actually. I didn't do it. So uh, you're also working on it. Well, let's back up. When's this book due out? Next so year, So Hockey right? Card Stories 2, and thank you to everybody who bought the first one. And if you bought, didn't buy the first one, you can still buy the second one. It's not like Lord of the Rings. Right. It continues on. <laughs> uh, it will hit the shelves in October 2018. So right now it's into the publisher. And this fall I've got a book coming out with a guy named Dennis Marouk. He's yeah. one of 20 men to score 60 goals in an NHL season. Not everyone necessarily knows that. Dennis is the first to admit that if you try to list off the 20 guys, he's kind of – 
at the end, he'll, he'll throw his name in if you remember it. So and it's he, called he, the unforgettable story of hockey's forgotten 60 goal man because he got 60 the year Gretzky scored 92. So right. oh, so nobody, yeah, nobody, nobody, yeah, nobody, nobody highlighted that at all. Yeah, yeah, not at all. That's a, uh, I mean. <laughs> Exciting and just so disappointing at the same time, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean just, when he got his 60th, honestly, there was a little blurb in the Globe and Mail, Canada's national paper. Marouk scores 60, blah, blah, blah. And that what makes his story so interesting is 10 years after he scored 60. So the year he scored 60, they had the All-Star Game in D.C. He was the only cap entity. He had lunch with the president, Ronald Reagan. 10 years later, he's on a service boat in the Gulf of Mexico. Really? Uh, working. Wow working on oil rigs and then he's a farmhand for john oates from holland oats oh wow then he's Jeez. a bellhop at the hotel jerome in aspen he's he's serving joe cocker and will smith like he went 180. <laughs> wow he got lost he went through some really tough times like a lot of ex-players do sure like really bad depression this rediscovered himself moved back to toronto where he's from and he's kind of a hockey player again he okay. goes around canada playing in charity games so oh, it's cool sweet yeah a lot of guys struggle after sports as we know and, and hockey and he went from job to job but he discovered what makes me happy he's working with kids playing hockey so that's that's what he does but oh. hell of a nice guy hell of a awesome. nice guy. that's cool what a great that's, story man. That is a, yeah that's an amazing it's story. one of those under the radar stories which is kind of what my books are like i always say <laughs> uh, if if i were to compare it to to rock and roll Harry Potter would be Metallica selling out stadiums, and I'm the dude playing folk music in a coffee shop. <laughs> there you go. Right? There you go. If you're like me, that's I really appreciate it because I know I'm not for everyone, but I do it because I honestly love it. Now, I did I did really enjoy uh, One Night Only. Thank you. What was your favorite story from that book? I think my favorite one was the first one, Bob yeah. Ring, mm -hmm. the goalie. Uh, basically, oh, yeah. hockey saved him from going to a war he didn't want to go to. He mm -hmm. didn't want to go to Vietnam. Uh, he played a year, uh, a game, I should say, for Boston when he was 18, 19. Mm -hmm. The next year, he was eligible for the Vietnam draft. If he'd continued to play pro hockey, he'd have been drafted. He'd had to go. He wanted to play college hockey. He's ineligible for the NCAA because he was a pro. Uh. So he finds his way up to Canada three weeks into September to a place called the Cadia University, which is a great school. Go Axman. My buddy's the <laughs> uh, dean of kinesiology there. Hi, Dr. Scott Landry. Hello. My brother graduated from there, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> finds his way to Canada and yeah. admits he's not the greatest student. Sure. They help him out. He plays hockey there for four years. He's an AUAA All-Star in Atlanta, Canada. Never plays in the NHL again. But that trip to Wolfville saved him from, from maybe London. saved his life, if you want to really. Right. Yeah, yeah, really. Right. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So that, what was, your, if you don't mind me asking, what was your favorite story in the I think book? The, I think I lean towards the first one as well because I'm a veteran. Oh, okay. So, uh, and so that was pretty touchy for it, you. It was. Um, in all honesty, I, and I've told this once before this weekend, uh, like I joined, I joined the Army because I was bored on a mm. Tuesday, and, <laughs> and I, I didn't really put a lot of thought into it. You yeah. Know? And I'm not I'm – not, I'm not displeased with what I did in the military. I'm thankful for the opportunity. But if I had to go back and look at it again, I'm not sure that I would do that. Right. So, so you could understand this guy's plight? Completely understand it. Okay. Completely understand it. That's why I asked. Right. <laughs> so that's why I, I wanted to I, – I know that can be a touchy subject for a lot of people reading that story. Sure. So it's cool to get your perspective on yeah. it as a vet. I, I, I totally understand what he's saying. You know? Yeah. I think there's a, a generation of soldiers now that – joined the military because they didn't have anything else to do yeah or they felt that they didn't have any other options mm -hmm. this he, he worked his ass off to find another option so yeah yeah so. another option right yeah yeah and he was a heck of a nice guy too another beauty of that book was trying to track these guys down because oh, uh, 
they're not on uh, autograph websites, you know, with their sure, address right, right. readily available like a lot of guys. Did you have a, who was the hardest to track down then? Bob Ring might have been the hardest to track down. Yeah. I had to go through a lot of hoops for him. Uh, there were some guys I just couldn't track down. Okay. Um, a guy named Trevor Fahey, who's right. in Florida, was pretty hard to track down. And I wanted him for the book. He was kind of the inspiration because he's from my neck of the woods in Nova Scotia. But I had to go through a lot of hoops and had some friends, mutual friends, call him and say, look, you should talk to this Kenny guy. He's a decent fellow. Because not everybody wants to talk to us journalists, right? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> so he was, it was a pleasure to have him in the book. That was really cool. That's cool. cool. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome, man. Let's talk about uh, Sportsnet, if you don't mind. Can we talk yeah, about that? Yeah, sure. So how do, you, how do you get there? Like, how did you go from, you know, from what, I'm sorry, what planted the seed that said, I want to be on Sportsnet? Uh, I'll tell you what planted the seed, which, which told me I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. I was around eight years old. I got cut from a hockey team, the oh. Novice 1 team, and so I had to play Novice 2. And this is you know, October or something like that. And there's a baseball game on TV. And I said, Dad, I'm not going to be in the NHL. Like, it really dawned on me. It was this <laughs> moment, this aha <laughs> moment. Oh, I my God, I'm eight years old. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad it happened when I was eight, not right, 18. Right. right. And I said, I want to be, I wanted to be a hockey player. What am I going to do? I want to be a hockey player or a baseball player. He goes, well, the guys on TV doing the game, they get in for free. They go to all the games. And I thought, oh, my goodness, I want to be a sports broadcaster. Well, there you go. go. So Dad, the doctor, planted that seed in my head and probably regretted it. Ah. Um, but then I just worked my way up. I started at a small TV station in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. From there, I went to Calgary, to Ottawa, to Edmonton, to Toronto. I worked at a couple other stations in Toronto. And then, thankfully, Sportsnet six years ago. And it's going really well there. We're the number one sports station in Canada. Mm. We're the show I anchor. I'll, I'll brag it up here. It's called Sportsnet Central. I anchor it with Ivanka Osmak. Our Canadian listeners will know who that is. And we're doing really well and it's a lot of fun it's kind of like what you guys do you just yeah. sit around and talk sure and it works it sure. does yeah i love it and yeah, it's yeah fun. seriously i want to do more of it yeah <laughs> they make too. us do that other job that we have to yeah, do that too. other job oh, that other job that yeah. Other yeah. yeah yeah my other job is writing books to torture myself ah. <laughs> that's tough but yeah it's, it's a lot of fun i'm very thankful for the chance that i work at sportsnet which gives me the opportunity to write books you know because i'm kind of sitting around during the day sometimes sure sometimes nice. yeah now who have you who, who's your favorite person that you've met throughout your your journey here um Wow, that's a great that's question. That's a tough question, man. It is a tough uh, question. Favorite interview? First time I interviewed Gretzky was in a media scrum. That was really cool. Okay. I'll tell you guys the story. I'll try not to make it too long. So I was working in Calgary, living with my brother. My brother and I were diehard Gretzky fans. Diehard Gretzky fans from the time. I mean, we're children of the 80s, right? Sure. We grew up right. loving Wayner. So we get the notice that uh, Hockey Canada is going to be holding a press conference to talk about the 2002 Olympic team at the time. I think this was back in 2001, so they were going to hold the press conference in Calgary, and I was assigned to cover it. So I tell my brother, oh, my goodness, I'm going to get a chance to, to scrum Wayne Gretzky. So he goes, oh, I'm sneaking into that press conference. I'm going to get a picture of you. I go, do not sneak into the press conference. <laughs> the last thing I knew is you getting busted. People find out you're my brother and sneaking in, so don't. So when I go into a scrum, I was very shy as a kid. And I had to overcome it. So I, when I'd go into a media scrum, and I'd say to myself, I'm going to own this scrum. Sure. And I would right. just totally own it. So Gretzky got off the stage, and, man, he, he came out. I'm front row center, and I own that scrum. First six questions were like a one-on-one -on -one with Wayne Gretzky, and everybody else is just kind of around. Right. The whole time he's talking to me, all I'm thinking is, my God, I hope my brother snuck into this press conference. He's <laughs> taking my picture. Uh. So a few months later, it's my birthday, because my brother said, no, I didn't get in. A few months later, it's my birthday. I open up his package from here. It's a framed eight by ten of me talking to Wayne Gretzky. There you go. So that was that was really cool. Um, chance to meet Tim Raines was very cool. Yeah, yeah. Chance to meet Gary Carter, who was a childhood idol of mine as well, was cool. Okay. 
Bobby Orr was he's just such an impressive man. So Guy Lafleur, like just it's really cool the the kids whose cards you collected growing up. Now I'm interviewing them. Sure. And you you take the fanboy hat off while you do your job, but right. yeah. afterwards you can say, wow, that was that was pretty neat. Yeah. Can I, right. can I ask you a question about the Expos? Yeah, please. When when they left, yeah, like did it? I've seen the documentaries, did, but did it really just destroy the the sports atmosphere, the baseball atmosphere around Mont- 1994 Montreal? Nineteen ninety four was the punch in the gut that yeah. led to everything you saw afterwards. The Expos were the best team in baseball. Sure. Now, would they win the World Series? I'd like to say sure they would have, right, but you right. never know, right? What can happen in the playoffs? They were so good, and that season ended, and they just started getting rid of guys. You know, John Wetland goes to the Yankees, helps right. them win the World Series right, right away. I mean. Delano DeShields is gone. Larry Walker's gone. Marquise Grissom's gone. And it was just, like, it was just such a punch in the gut to the city. And they were trying to build that new stadium, which mm-hmm. would have been right downtown. If right. you know anything about Montreal, man, it is a party town. Sure. And if you put an Expo Stadium downtown, <laughs> it would have been fantastic. <laughs> the Big O's, this big concrete colossal located in the east end of the city. And I think people were just tired of getting beat up. Right, and that makes sense. You know, you, they were bringing up all these great prospects, and they would just get rid of them throughout the 90s, and people kind of just said, enough. Sure. You, so you combine that with Jeffrey Loria, who on the team, nobody was a fan of him, with with them playing games in Puerto Rico, home games in Puerto Rico, and fans just were just enough. I mean, I remember going to games during the last season there, going up for a series. There might have been 3,000 people in the park. Oh, just, man. Just, de- just depressing. Mm. Just depressing. So... When they left, it was sad, but it was kind of, you knew it was coming. That's what made it, that's what made the last few years when nobody would show. Because if you fell in love with a girl, but you know, you knew she was going to dump you, would you really want to commit yourself to her? Sure. You'd probably just stay home and sulk. And I think that's what a lot of Expos fans did. But now, hey, Expos fans are single and back on the scene and they're (laughs) looking for a new team. So come on, Tampa Bay, move on up. I hope hope it happens for Montreal. Yeah, they need a stadium. They need a stadium. They they do need a stadium. All right, I got to ask you one more question. Um, We gave you a fat pack shirt. You did. What are the chances you take a picture of wearing that shirt on Sportsnet, on the set of Sportsnet? On set and tweet it out? Yeah. Uh, 100%. I can do that. 100%. Yeah, I can easily do that on set. If your co-host needs one, we can totally make that happen, too. Oh, Vanka would love one, I'm sure. Awesome. Let's make that happen. Let's make it happen, man. I like it. (laughs) Let's make it happen. Yeah, you guys got a lot of Canadian listeners. Like I say, I tune in, man. I knew about the buffet thing. Yeah. You You totally knew about the buffet thing. It happens. Like, I I tell Paul, because he hasn't been up to Toronto yet, and we're hoping that he comes up for uh, the fall show, Mm -hmm. but... Like the the crowds, not that there's a huge crowd, but the crowd in in Canada, they love us, and it's really fun. I know, and, and you'll love it because this show, the, the the Canadian show is the hockey, but this show is the baseball. Sure, I mean there's just hockey everywhere. Right up there, right. there's baseball everywhere down here, which is good for me, so I can get my Gary Carter rookies at, right. at cheap. There you go, my right. Andre Dawson's. I'm still looking for some '81 tops traded Tim Raines. Okay. If anyone's out there, all right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's this is a blast, man. It's a it's my first national, so it's a little overwhelming. Okay. I never thought I'd get shin splints at a card show. Right. Yeah, really? yeah. No joke. I got them. But it's it's great. It's a blast. Awesome. Now, yeah. speaking of st- – uh, st- um, st- wow. Wow. Shin- here's a tip. Yep. Uh, the hardest two words for a sports anchor to, to say, uh-huh. shoulder surgery. The, the S combinations are always tough, yeah. so I always read around shoulder surgery okay, or over enunciated when I'm on TV. Shin splints. Shin See? Splints. Shin there, splints. There, there we go. two S's, man. Yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of shin splints. Paul and I are still uh, 
hyping up the Fat Pack 40 that's going to happen on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a 40-yard dash, he versus I. In here? In here. Sweet. Right I, down this aisle? Maybe. Maybe. If, if there, we can clear it. We're, uh, we're, we're still working out the details, but we're yeah. going to have a Fat Pack yeah. 40 coming up. So if there's an EMS or a doctor in the vicinity, <laughs> vicinity of uh, the yeah. national. My dad's a doctor. Uh, not, can, we can fly him down. Yeah, there, there you go. go. I would love to see the Fat Pack 40. But you really got to stay in your lane, right? Yeah. You don't want to crash yeah. into somebody's table. No, no, Next no, thing no. you know, we destroy the JSA set, and it just, yeah, it's all bad. bad. That wouldn't be, be good. It's that wouldn't be bad. good at all. That would make, somebody should get that on camera and make a, make some cards out of it. That'd be really <sighs> I'm cool. I'm sure it'll be. I'm, I'm sure, sure it'll be. Yeah, very well be filmed. Yeah. That'd be all right. So, <laughs> it'd be awesome. anyway, we all might right. even make a Sportsnet highlight or something. You might. Maybe I'll tape it and put it on Sportsnet. Who knows? The not top 10. Yeah, exactly. It's one through 10. The biggest not. It's 11. Yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. All right, we're going to let you get out of here. Uh, we're going to go round up some other folks to join yeah, the show. Thanks but for stopping by. Thank you so it. much for stopping Guys, by. Guys, thank you for having me. Uh, like I said, I love listening to your show. It's it's really cool because there's obviously a market that needs to be served because there's thousands of people in here. So sure. yep. thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Thank no you, problem. buddy. All right. Uh, guys, hang tight. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Kevin Shea from the Hockey Hall of Fame, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're rolling right along here. I, I got tongue-tied again. You did, man. You've been tongue-tied all week. All, you know what it is? What it's is lack it? of sleep. I'm, I'm tired. It's not lack of food. It's no, lack of sleep. lack of sleep. Um, man, this is, we're going we're gonna to go away from cards just for a minute. Yeah, because we need to on this one. Yeah, if you allow me to do that. Uh, we have a very special guest with us on the mics, Miss Sherry from Heartland Blood Drives. Uh, she's, she's here representing Heartland. Uh, there's an awesome blood drive going on here at the National that's sponsored by the National. And it's, a, it's, a, it's an important situation. It's something that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, we, in fact, it should be near and dear to all your hearts because everybody at, at some point in time will probably need a donation of blood. So sure. I wanted to get you on and have you just talk a little bit about what is going on. Uh, the National invited us to come in this year. It's their 38th annual, and it's our first annual blood drive. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was great of them to give us a spot. They gave us a room and said, go ahead. And uh, we're trying to invite people in to come in and donate today. Awesome. That's awesome. That's just really it cool. Really you know, cause just You know, we always talk about in sports cards bringing the community together, and this is just another thing where the just they're able to bring somebody else in to really you know make people aware of, of a need out there yeah it's so. really amazing the people who they come from all over to right. this show right. and that they'll take 45 minutes of time out of their day and come in and donate i mean it's very it's very generous of them it, it, it's now, very cool i know there's, there's lots of statistics out there about why people should donate blood and how it helps can you give us some of the the more important ones i mean i'm I guess life is the most important. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But no, we, we uh, Heartland Blood Centers is the largest supplier of blood and blood products to the Chicago land area. So we supply seven, 75 hospitals now, I believe. Oh, wow. So, yeah, and that's about 600 pints of blood that we need every day. So you see the blood mobiles out there. Yeah, that's we a lot of blood. Centers, you know, we're just every day we're, we're fighting it. Uh, summer is especially important to donate, which is why we're here today, too. Um, mainly because uh, high schools are our biggest donor group, okay. and they're out of school. So, oh, I got uh, yeah, you. and then yep. everybody's on vacation, and you've got all these things to do. So uh, we do lose a lot of donors over the summer. So it's it's really great to be able to come to places like this. There's like 7,000 people here today, uh, and, and take time to come in and donate. Awesome. Very cool, man. That's so so great. <laughs> have you ever donated blood, Paul? I have. Um, only once. 
only because I, I had a real issue for a long time in my life of actually passing out when I would yeah, give blood. Yeah, so that's I had not that, uncommon. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I really started away from it before, but I've, I've come, come a long way in my life. So <laughs> to, what uh, we, what we found to help people over that is we have... Um, we give them lots of water beforehand and mm -hmm. a salty snack. Salt, uh, like if you have some pretzels before you donate, it actually boosts your blood volume. Right, that really, makes sense. It really yeah. helps, but yeah. Yeah, I tried it twice and I, I just, boom. So <laughs> I just kind of kind of got out yeah. of it. <laughs> but um, no, so no, that would be something I'd probably be up for again to, to try again. Oh, I haven't good. done it in a long time. Now, so. Where are you located here on the show floor? You said you had a room. Are you just yeah, outside? Yeah, okay. we are. Actually, we're a little off the beaten path, which okay. is hard. Um, we are in room three. Okay. So it's kind of at the bottom of the escalator. So if you went through the lobby, you're walking in the lobby, you turn left, and you go around the fountain. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're back there. Are I you close so to Starbucks? Because that's a good landmark. No, the other side. Other side of Starbucks. Yeah, okay, there you go. Right. Get your Starbucks yeah. and then take the walk. Okay, yeah. I got you. I got you. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, Tops is going crazy. I know they're going again. crazy with yeah. the kids, man. It's yeah. good though. It's good. It's good. It's good. So what's the? Is there a wait? <laughs> is there typically a wait over there in room three? No, uh, unfortunately, there there's not a wait right now. Okay. So the whole process, which includes uh, registering and then eating cookies for ten minutes afterwards, the whole thing will take you about forty five minutes. Okay, that's not, not bad. bad. That's not bad. Do you yeah. still get, do you get a complimentary uh, cup of juice as? Yes. As, as I used to do this a lot. So. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, did you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, you get a little juice and some cookies, and we have a free T-shirt, which is pretty awesome. It says All-Star Donors with the Nationals logo on it. Awesome. Um, we've got $5 gift cards for everyone, and you get a free 50% um, off pass for general admission. So if they're coming back tomorrow or Sunday, oh, we'll, be here. we'll be here through Sunday through 4 This is really, like, you can't lose doing this. We couldn't, man. Right. We should we have right. had her on, like, two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> right. We should have let Save people know life. beforehand. Yeah. Now we know. Now we know. Now we know. Now we know. This is awesome. So in Chicago, um, the greater Chicago area as well, what is what is the like the most needed blood that, I mean, I know like I'm Opaz, so do you guys need, yeah. you know, okay? Yeah, uh, I'm Opaz too. Okay. Oneggs, we need Oneggs. We need Oneggs. Really, we're calling our Oneggs all the time because Oneg is a universal blood type. Sure. So uh, that can be that's put on all emergency vehicles and you know oh, helicopters okay. and sense. everything. If we don't have time to type you, they give you Oneg. So okay. that's the one we're always looking for, the universal gotcha. blood type. I see. Makes I sense. See. I don't There's even know what blood type I am, I don't think. You really don't know? <laughs> I don't think I know, no. Oh, and, man. and blood donations are becoming so specified now that we say uh, supplier of blood and blood products because you can actually donate just your red cells and do a DRC donation, which oh. actually we separate it into two bags, so that goes to help two different people. You oh, can donate okay. your platelets, which these people are very dedicated, and they come and sit for an hour and watch a movie, and we filter out just their platelets and give them back their uh, plasma. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, or you can do the whole blood donation, which is what everybody's mostly used to. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. It's very cool, man. It's, it's really important. I don't want yeah. to bring the conversation real down. Right, right, but, right. <laughs> but uh, this is, is a... It's a it's a matter that's near and dear to my heart because when I was deployed um, the first time I was deployed, we had a young lady who was in an IED attack, uh -huh. and she lost a lot of blood. And uh, we had to literally go around to all the all the dorms and everything, knocking on doors, please go give your blood over oh here my, because she yeah. needs it. Yeah. And, you know, uh, she was a good friend of mine. She unfortunately passed, but uh, it was a situation where in that moment, in that immediacy of it needed to be done right now, I, I began to understand why donating blood is such an important thing to yeah. do. And it, I've carried it with me since my military career. That's a, that, yeah, that really brings it home. And right. whenever, whenever there's a, 
uh, some kind of emergency or crisis that happens, people will line up outside the door to donate, but it's the blood that was on the shelf. So it's the people who came, that was used. So it's the people who came in mm -hmm. for no reason, you know, right. five days prior, that's the blood that was used. And not to say we don't want those people thereafter because now we need to resupply. Sure. Right. We right. always appreciate that, but it's the people who just came in to donate that, that the ones keep, that keep the shelves alive. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's awesome. It's a really important yeah. cause, man. Absolutely, very important, very important. I know my mom had to go through a similar situation. She needed uh, like eight blood transfusions at one time, and I'm just thankful for those people that gave blood, you yeah, know? Yeah, when you actually you see know. it, you think, who, yeah. who was that person? I wish right. there was a way we could tell that person. You right, know, right, yeah, who it was, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. So. And for something, again, I, I've said this a lot this week, and I feel it as well, it's it's a simple process. Like, it's it not, is. it's not overly complicated or no. anything like that and it's been simple for a long time i think yeah and uh i know i understand that there are people out there afraid of needles and they're you know they're afraid of that all the situation yeah. but um it if you can save a life then just go do it yeah right the hardest part is sitting there wait is sitting there waiting yeah. in the anticipation of it but we you know you'll we give you a tablet and we ask you about 56 right. questions oh. some of them are rather personal Right. You know, uh, we are heavily screened by the FDA. We ask uh, all, you know, just to see if you're eligible. And then the actual donation process is about three minutes, four sure, minutes, you sure. know. And it really, I, I suggest don't look. And, and right, right. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't look. <laughs> don't look. But everybody does, though. You say, don't look I, down, I and they all like, yeah, yeah, everybody looks. Yeah, it's really not bad. No, no uh, that's fine. when I got back from Iraq, I, I couldn't donate blood for a, a period of time. Um, are there are, what are other countries that you can't donate from? Is it six months that you have to wait for? It from? depends. We've okay. got maps that are greened out. Um, a lot of it is malaria. Okay. That we're, malaria areas yeah. that we're worried about. Um, th there's even a period, um, if you've lived in Europe, if you've lived there for a certain amount of time, sure. uh, we have to watch for actual mad cow disease because there's no way to test for that. Oh, uh, gotcha. And that's just a, that's a hard one to turn people away who want to donate. And um, tattoos, right? Years. Tattoos have changed. Okay. If you got your if you got your tattoo in a licensed parlor in Illinois, okay. it's okay. Oh, okay. License is the key. License right. is the key term. Cousin didn't do it in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> that happens right. in Texas a lot. Where yeah. we're from. Yeah. That's so awesome. Well, uh, Sherry, I wanted to just thank you for coming on. Thanks. I think this, again, this is something that's near and dear to my heart. It's important, and I think uh, you guys are. It's a win-win for everybody. Absolutely, you're yeah. saving a life, possibly. Yep. And you're getting a bunch of free stuff and cookies. There you go, cookies. Yes, <laughs> it's all yeah. about cookies. Yeah. Do us a favor, bring us some flyers. We'll put them right on our table. We'll hand all them right, out to people we'll as we talk some. to. Get yeah. us some paperwork. That's all right. awesome. Thank sure. you so much for this right. opportunity. Thank you for your service. Thank you, ma'am. No problem. It. All right, you guys. Right, uh, okay. We'll be right back. Bye-bye. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Christy Petrillo from Figures Toy Company, and you're listening to the Fatbacks on Beckett Radio. All right, guys, rolling right along. I say that I'm just like you I'm, said every time, man. I'm, I'm They're like, gonna think we're just in like a big ball, just rolling just big down ball, the just aisle. Rolling down. <laughs> I'm, t I'm not tired of it. Just, I'm just like, oh, we're yeah. doing another one. There we go. Another one. Here another. we go. Here we go. This reminds me a lot of the industry summit. I said that yesterday, but this might be the most important guest we've had, though. This, this really might be the most important guest. Uh, we've had a, we've had a senator on. We have. We've had. <laughs> uh, uh, Ken Reed from Sportsnet. Yep, on. yep. We've had him on. Uh, yep. Who else? With Sue's, Sue's, Sue's from Tops. Um, that's a big one. That's a big She's one. That's a big yeah. day. That's, that's a, a big, big, one. big deal. But this, the man, hobby the, hero. <laughs> yeah, hobby hero. Hobby hero. Yeah. This is a man sitting across from you that uh, designed or helped design 
one of the most important things in the hobby today. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a landmark. <laughs> it, it is. It, is it a really landmark. is. It I is. think people are going crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a landmark because we don't move. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's why. <laughs> We're just stationary. It's, uh, so. <laughs> it's, it's Matty Yerkes from uh, One Star Gum, and you are a custom card creator, sir. Is that, is that fair to say? C correct. All right, correct. awesome. So you are the genius behind taking Brent Naughton's art and putting it behind on this wood grain. I, I like it because it reminds me of 87 Tops. Yep. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But yeah. I, I, little I dig bit. it. So... Uh, First of all, I want to thank – I told Chris thank you, but I want to thank you on air. Yeah, absolutely. For, for having us. No problem. Man, this Any, is really great. Anything for you guys. You guys are great. Thank you. We listen to you all the time. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate we keep it. tabs on you. Make <laughs> sure you're doing all right. Yeah. All right. That's a little scary. <laughs> that's a little scary. So uh, how long have you been involved in the hobby, sir? Uh, I've been in the hobby since I was a kid. Um, I'm, I was probably seven, eight years old buying packs at f for 50 cents to get the corner store, like literally nice. and yeah. chewing on gum for the rest of the day, you know, and, right, right. and, uh, and trying to pull uh, Mattingly stuff. That was, that was my thing All growing right, up go. was Don Mattingly. And um, yeah, uh, ever since then, I've been in and out of the hobby a couple different times. I've, you know, you, you go away when you have kids and that stuff and then you come back and you know, the whole nine yards. Hey, have you heard uh, this story before? I heard it once You've or heard it twice. Once or twice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. It's 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 a common story. I've heard it a couple times myself. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, a few years ago, a buddy of mine who has kids, he's also a designer. Um, his kids were in Little League, and he said, "I want to make ah. my kid a card." Yeah. And I said, "That's a really good idea. Like, let's. I'll make your kid a card too, and you make your kid a card, and we'll like show them and you know have a have a good happens. time with it." And uh, I threw together what I thought would be a cool-looking card, and uh, ever since then, I've had people ask me to make them stuff. And little league, I do tons of little league stuff, okay. soccer stuff, uh, bitty basketball stuff. Okay, yeah, right, so it's it's right. fun. Um, and then once I started with doing foil stuff, you know, super fractors and cracked ice and that kind of stuff, it just went even further. Oh, so, that's awesome. Yeah, nice. yeah good so. deal. Nice. Good deal. Well, we love our card, man. Our card is awesome. Just it, love it. The Paul and Eric fat packs. It's just awesome. Yeah. Love it. You left us a little room to autograph it for some reason. Yeah, people we got to finish this interview quick. Got a line of people here waiting to sign <laughs> yeah, them. For, you know, true. you don't. You don't want to keep you guys all day. Get people mad at you. You know. It, that is I, true. I, we say it in jest, but man, we have been just overwhelmed with the, the the amount of support and love that we have coming our way, and being able to to sign these for people and give them out to them as they come Absolutely. by. Absolutely, it's really cool. I mean, Paul and I. We, we say it all the time. We're not we're not the voice of the hobby. We're not right, right. the end all be all. But we we really do love the hobby. You know, and we love we what we do. And uh, for for other people to recognize that it, yeah. it means a lot to us. And to have this to give them as a memento means a lot to us. So. I mean, what's better for you guys to have than your own card? I mean. Right. This should be an ongoing thing every year. Let's yeah, do it every year. Every let's, year. Let's, we should. Let's give you guys a new card every year, <laughs> and we'll keep it going, and everybody can collect them. Yeah. Ten years from now, they'll have a set of ten. All right. There you and, go. Uh, and we'll make it happen. Awesome. I got, I got no problem with that. Be the fatter packs. The, the fatter, fatter packs. <laughs> we can pick it up. So this is clearly the 87 Tops version, so that we, now we got to just decide on what's the next, well, the next version. The next yeah, one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Let me know what you need. We'll get it for you. Now, you're wearing yeah. a Yankees hat. Are you a Yankees fan? Um, yeah, I dabble a little bit. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah um, I was uh, huge into Mattingly um, and, um, you know, followed him. I, I had just binders and binders of his stuff when I was a kid and literally picked up. I mean, I remember going to a dollar store and getting a figurine that didn't even look like him, but it said Don Mattingly on it, so I bought it. Oh, uh, you you know, it was that kind of thing. I got you. And, um, yeah, I, I just, everything I could get my fingertips on, it said Don Mattingly I bought and my room was full of posters and pictures and, like I said, Did you grow your hair out, too? No, no, no. I was afraid Steinbrenner was going to bench me, so <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't need that in my life. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, it, was, it was a good time, and, and uh, 
I didn't really, I got in, started to get back around 95, or like after the strike and that kind of stuff. Then 96 when they started winning and they were winning everything in 98, 99. I, I got huge into it. I was a big Posada fan for a while. Oh, there you mm-hmm. go. Um, and now I like Sanchez, the new the new Posada, there hopefully. You go. Pretty so, much, yep. Um, you know, I dabble with Judge here and there, but it's uh, I'm a, I, I think Sanchez long term is going to be is going to be the better way to than go. Judge. Okay. Yeah, I, I, th- right. I think so. You heard think, it here first on Beckett I think Radio. Long term, <laughs> I think we'll be talking about Sanchez in eight, nine years, and I'm not sure we'll be talking about Judge. But oh, wow. Right. I hate to say that. Judge, right judge if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now, you had actually handed me a pack of cards <laughs> that you had put together. So tell us a little bit about this. Where, where, what are you doing with this? Where are you going? What are you trying to, the, what are these, you trying to do? These are just handouts. I'm giving them away to show people what I've done. Um, most of them were actually, um, to be honest with you, leftover 2017 stuff from last uh, national that I did, and we last year we were in Atlantic City. Okay. And um, I printed out a whole bunch of stuff just to hand out and give to people, just as giveaways, just for fun to show off. That then was a 2017 design. Okay. Um, so this year I took the leftovers that I had, threw them in a pack with some 2018 design right. stuff. Okay. Um, to I kind of you. show what my next design was going to be for 2018, and. Um, and made packs up just to give away, just for fun. I love collectors. I like. I'm a collector myself. I love people who collect. I love giving them away. I mean, if I had a million dollars, I would give more away. Right, 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 right. right. But but at some point, you got to stop. But uh, but yeah, um, it, you know, I think it, it helps the hobby. I think it advances the hobby. I think uh, you know, any everybody wants something different than what you know. And and now there's not eight companies anymore like there used to be. There's there's two, and you know, Basically, and, yeah, for the and, most part, and and in some ways one, you sure. know, and yeah. uh, you know, ho- hopefully that'll change someday. Um, that's my personal uh, you know hope. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like I said, uh, it, it's nice to have some some uh, options and some you know some cool stuff. So I'm digging it, man. I like the design. I like it too, man. I, I, I do want to ask you a question, though. Sure. Um, a lot, I think I know the answer, but I want to make sure. Yep. Uh, where where Panini can't use logos and stuff like that, yep. wh- how how can you get away with doing that? Like, the um, the short answer is, um, I'm not selling runs of cards. Okay. I, I, these are all giveaways. All right. Um, oh, so okay. you know, um, and when I do one of a kind art pieces, and I do sell them. Um, uh, they're art pieces, they're, and they're, they're not really technically considered cards, so sure. to speak. Sure. Um, oh, so, so as art pieces, you know, like a sketch card or anything else, you know, that's that's what I'm selling my stuff at. I always use that as a disclaimer. They're art pieces. They're one of a kind. Mm-hmm. They're not worth anything. Sure. You know, right, and, right. and you, you know, I start. I always start my auctions at 99 cents and, and free shipping. So, I mean, I've sold cards for two bucks, you know, sure. that, that kind of stuff, which it costs me more than that to make right. most right. of the time. Right, right, right. Um, you know, so I take a, a hit on them. But like I said, I love the hobby. So it's, it's nice to do stuff and, and get it into people's hands and have people look at it and say, oh, this is kind of cool. And that know, works. So works for me. I mean, that works. That's, well, that's, I definitely like them. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, they're unique. Um, you, can see, you can see your artistic value that's put in them a little bit, maybe. I, just looking at him, did you, did you like hip hop music growing up? I mean, I'm sorry. Did you like hip hop music growing up? A little bit. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. yeah. Just, I, just look at him and tell. You, you get a little bit of that, uh, the, the smell of hip hop in yeah, there. Yeah, a little, little yeah, vibe. Yeah, a little yeah. vibe of that. So is, is this the Eight Mile Edition? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, awesome. this is the, the the slightly out of New York City, uh, <laughs> you know, rural, um, you know, edition of. That's uh, funny. Of cards, but uh, you know, I love the vintage stuff. You know, it's hard for me to. Every once in a while, somebody will say to me, "Hey, can you make something modern looking?" Sure. And it's hard. I mean, I can do it, but 
it's hard because I, I love the old stuff. Yeah. The modern stuff I don't like so much. So okay. you know, it's it's a. Uh, but that's hard. odd. That's odd because you said you use superfractors and and well, and, that's, and cracked ice that's earlier, so. yeah. That, that well, that, you know, that's people ask for. You know, and yeah. I know it's funny is is even I think even bigger than superfractors, cracked ice. People yeah. love, cracked, they love ice. cracked ice. It's crazy how much people love cracked ice, um, and. Uh, and I guess the difference you know, is, is because they're, they they do have some numbering to them, so uh-huh. then that gives like twenty or twenty four people a chance gotcha. to get it. Gotcha. The one mm-hmm. on one is just it's just out there. Man. That's yeah. it. You got one person's got one shot. If you're lucky at enough it, so. to hit it, and yeah. most people are gonna flip it. You know, if you if mm-hmm. you pull a seven hundred dollar, eight hundred dollar, two thousand dollar super fractor, unless you're, you're probably PC that guy, which right. the odds of you pulling that are slim to none. Even so. if you PC, it's hard to turn down two thousand dollars on a on a card. So I, I you know, I mean, I pulled a one of one Jeter Posada. And uh, pet it uh, a couple of years ago at a, at a triple threads. Okay. And I couldn't hold it. The guy offered me eight hundred fifty dollars for it. I, I you know. Bye. I, I, I said, yeah. yeah, it's all yours, man. And, you know. <laughs> there you go. So yeah. it's it's hard to hold on to something and put it in your drawer. Right. right Hope right. your house doesn't burn down or something. You know, something else, and and hold on to a card. You know that that somebody wants to offer that much for. And I went and bought the the numbered to like thirty version of it for like twenty five bucks. Right, sure. right. And I put that in my collection. Sure. And and uh, you know kept the other eight hundred and twenty five for myself. There you right? go. So That'll work. Makes a lot of sense. That'll work. He, he's, Paul's a numbers guy, so yeah, like, I'm a, definitely a numbers. You're talking guy, his so. number right now. Yeah, that's yeah. my yep. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. That's yeah. awesome. All right, man. Uh, we're up against it. We got another interview lined up right behind you. But before we let you out of here, please tell our listeners where they can find you on social media, how I'm they can on Twitter contact at, you and all that other stuff. Yeah, I'm on Twitter as Matty Yerkes. That's the one I probably deal with most. Okay. okay. Um, so that's at Matty Yerkes. And um, I do have a website. I'm really bad about updating it. So I don't think I've updated it in the last three or four months. Um, so that's onestargum.com. Okay. Um, but you can contact me through there. Um, if you want something, you're looking for something custom, you want something different. Sure. Um, I get a lot of times people who are going to an autograph signing who ask for a custom to, to get signed so they have something different. Um, you know, everybody has 8x10s, everybody has baseballs, everybody right, has right. things like that. Something a little different is fun to have autographed and know that you're the only one with it. So Right. There you go. That's awesome. Instant one-on-one. Instant, one-on-one. Instant, one-on-one. Instant eBay one-on-one. eBay one-on-one. All <laughs> there right. you go. Matt, thanks, man. Uh, Thank you, guys. I we'll, appreciate we'll, it. We'll see you around. We're not going to be strangers. I think we're coming over there all right. to break at 4 o'clock. If not, I'll so. be walking around. I'll come yeah. see you. All right, buddy. All right, man. All right, right, we'll get done signing all these, and your fingers yeah. are uncramped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's hope so. Awesome. All right, uh, guys, hang tight. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Matt Salmon, host of the Wax Ecstatic Podcast. You are listening to Beckett Radio. And, hey, make sure you've got fat packs for everybody. Paul. Yeah, man. We have found the answer to our problem. <laughs> Whoa. All of them or just one just of the, our problems? Just the one. Okay. His name is Alan Nars, and he's joining us right now on the on the mics. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast for the last couple of days, you've heard the massive crowd noise coming yes, from. Yes, probably some background noise. Just, yeah, just a little bit. A little bit. bit. Uh, that is all the masterwork of Mr. Alan Nars, who is very excited about cards and helping he, kids. He is the most the excited person I've met in a long time about, the, about cards. Yeah, and uh, he, he's getting kids back involved in the hobby what he's doing over there is great but he's also very passionate about national baseball card day which is coming up it's coming up very and, soon uh so we wanted to have him on mr nars thank you for joining us how are you sir i'm doing great thank you so much for having me awesome no awesome. problem no uh, problem no we met at the industry summit briefly uh, in the the point the, the subject matter then was going to be national baseball card day That's right. but first i got to talk about what's going on over here um wh- what is that because that's a lot of fun <laughs> 
Oh, it is amazing. I have so much fun doing it. The Topps Company brings me to a lot of their events, whether it's the All-Star Game or the National. And what we do, we try to generate fun and excitement in the booth. And what you've been hearing is Pack Wars. Okay. Oh, okay. So we pass out packs of cards, and mostly kids, but adults, they open up those packs of cards. They look for statistics, and they try to find the best statistics, and they get tickets, making them eligible for prizes. And we try to reiterate to the customers how much fun cards can be, that the card backs are important, and that card stores all over the country are doing events like this to try to get kids and adults back into card stores. Okay. Perfect. That's awesome. That's awesome. Paul and I have been just really giggling to ourselves as as the crowd of the mass of people over there yells back at you, you're a good holler or whatever. <laughs> Did you go to school for that? Did you get trained he, somewhere? He's an auctioneer. It sounds like that voice. It's one of the few something. skills I have. I don't know if that's good or not. Probably that's, not. That's funny. That's so funny. All right, let's talk about National Baseball Card Day. It's, it's upon us, man. It's just a few weeks away, and it's going to be a great program this year. I remember back at the Industry Summit, uh, was it? It was blowout. They said they were going to shut down their their website for the day, right? Yeah, that's that's a big blowout, deal. Blowout Cards has been so supportive. Really, if you think about it, they're primarily an online seller. Yep. And they have made a commitment. First of all, that the back cover of the Beckett magazine, they're given a National Baseball Card Day. No mention of blowout. Just visit your local card stores. And on that day, anybody who goes to visit Blowout Cards is not going to be able to buy anything. They're going to be told to visit a local card store. So I'm really appreciative to the whole Blowout team for that. That's, that's huge. That's really that's cool. Huge. It's good to see people helping people like that. Right. That's awesome. In the hobby especially. Yeah. You, know. you know, it's really a great collaboration when you look at Major League Baseball's involved. Major League Baseball's Players Association, the Topps Company. Blowout Cards is being very active. And then you have hundreds of card stores all throughout the country who are doing their part. It's just very exciting. Now, it's not just a day, though, right? I mean, the, the, a couple days prior, there, there's going to be uh, Major League Baseball teams signing or being involved with the program uh, at the stadiums, correct? Is that right? Yeah, it really is remarkable, but every single stadium okay. oh, wow. will be passing out packs of cards to promote National Baseball Card Day. Wow. And in addition to that, players from the dugout will be passing out cards for National Baseball there Card Day, as well as players will be utilizing their social media to promote it. So it's really a gigantic collaboration that's just so exciting, especially in 2017, where baseball cards are maybe as hot as they've been in 20 years or more right. to have this happen. All the stars are lining up. This is a great year for cards. It's been a great year, man, with, with Judge and Bellinger and the way, you, you know, you guys have structured the products to get the stuff out and the timing. It's just been a great year for baseball cards. Well, as a card store owner, like I own a store, a big league outside of Orlando, and we're having one of our best years ever. Mm -hmm. You know, in 92, Shaq was just incredible what he did to the business. But this is maybe one of the best years since then to see so many people seeking out Aaron Judge in particular. But that's renewing interest in vintage. So sure. baseball cards are hot. It's just great time to own a store, great time to be in the industry. Now you say outside of Orlando. Are we talking Kissimmee or are we talking... Where, where are we Castleberry, at? Florida. It's about Castleberry. 20 minutes from downtown Orlando. Okay. All right. Awesome. I, I like... Next I like Kissing Me. So. <laughs> I like Disney. Next time I go to Disney, I'll have to come by. Yeah, That's for sure. Yeah, you know, there's going to be so much cool stuff. So just to review, so what will happen on August 12th is customers come by a store while supplies last, and they get a free pack of cards. Okay. okay. No, no strings, right? No, no strings, strings attached. attached. Okay, while supplies last, and I right. think there's going to be some demand, then you could spend $10 and get a special card from Tops as well. Okay. But in addition to that, a lot of stores like Big League are going to be running events like Pack Wars, which you're seeing in the Tops booth. Right. Um, Price Challenge, which is a really popular game we'll be playing tonight at the Tops Q&A. Okay. And all kinds of activities. You know, card stores all through the country are very creative with their retail events. So you're going to see trading going on and contests and games and sales. And it's really, I'm really proud to be a card store, especially this time of year. Awesome. 
That's awesome, man. That's a lot of fun, man. Um, can we talk about your shop just briefly? We would love it. So you, down, how's the market down there? I don't. Are the Marlins a big sell for you, or I mean, you know, the Marlins are not a particularly big sell. First of all, we've been there. 25 years. We're celebrating our 25-year anniversary all year. and Sure. So that's nice because we're starting to see kids of customers that were kids of ours at one right, point. Right. So that's really exciting. You know, we have a lot of Yankee fans. There's a lot of New Yorkers who live in Florida. Of course. So with the Yankees playing better ball, that's really good for business. We have three football teams in the state of Florida, so we sell a ton of football cards. You know, we do a lot of events. And in, re in retail today, I don't care if you're selling books, shoes, or trading cards. You have to make it fun. You have to make it exciting. And there's a big entertainment element. We call it entertaining, the combination of entertainment and retail. And if we want to compete with these online resellers, so we have lots of fun activities going on. And we try to carry a good selection of vintage new stuff. And we do a trade night every Friday night where customers can buy, sell, and trade. Last Saturday a month, we have a golden ticket where we give away a ton of prizes. So if you want to be a card store owner in this competitive market where there's online resellers that do such a good job, you have to make your store fun and exciting. And we try to do that as well as many other card stores. That's awesome. great, man. Yeah, you have to be different. You yeah. got to be different. You got to find what works. And uh, yeah, you can't just be there and just have them walk in the door. They're not gonna. They're not gonna just come in and buy stuff all the time. No, so. it's tough. Listen, we appreciate the exposure you guys are. You know, Beckett overall is wonderful. Sure. Thank the you. exposure you guys do for the hobby and the fun of truly collecting it really does make a difference to stores like us to just really wants that one or two new customers you can help bring us and just the exposure you're given today i'm just so grateful and i think i speak for many stores and how grateful we are to what beckett does for the hobby thank you let's I appreciate talk, that let's talk about what beckett radio can do to help with national baseball card day how how can we best utilize the the couple of weeks before we have national baseball card day to help promote the, the program for you for you Pro guys probably a lot of things you can do certainly mention it by itself is a great thing but i think interviewing other stores besides myself if you're okay. looking for interviews I, and i could help you line that up i'm sure you know a lot of stores we do to we find are. out hey what's going on in your store what are you doing unique and i think you'll find a lot of stores are doing really cool stuff so okay. i think talking about it as frequently as you can i think i don't know if you've had the tops company on here but i'm sure i could send tops over here Tops would give you an interview anytime you want. I don't want to speak for them, but I think right. that they would. Um, we had Susan on it this we morning. We had Susan on this morning. Oh, she okay. Came yeah, I'm sure yep. Susan she probably did a great morning. job with that. And I know there's card stores that would love the exposure. And you guys are such veterans that I think getting that third-party endorsement from you guys is probably as important as anything. But, okay. you know, just spreading the word, talking it up. And uh, okay. if stores are doing something special, be a soundboard for, to announce it for do, them. Do you have a list of stores that is that are going to be participating or... Is there a list, a master list, or there is a master list? Um, the Tops Company has a site where you can go to and enter a zip code and find the closest store to you, or okay. maybe it'll be listed by state. And I don't know if that list has been finalized or not yet, but I'm sure Tops would provide that to you, and I would, uh, okay, and I would reiterate that to them. Awesome. Well, well Paul and I will handle that. We'll go get that yeah, straight we'll out. Yeah, see who's even local with us. Yeah, you know, exactly. Local to ours. Exactly. Our Whatever I can do to help, you know, from now to then, I'm very passionate about this day, and you know. Pro Properties and Players Association, I would assume they would be glad to come on here too. If you're looking for them, let me know. Sure. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Mr. Nars, I know that uh, you got to run, so and we're up against it too. Just wanted to thank you for your time. Thank you for coming on and spreading the word about National Baseball Card Day. You guys are awesome. What you do for the industry and collectors and store owners is amazing. So thank you so much for the time and appreciate you guys a whole bunch. Thank All you. Right. Thanks, you too, sir. Bye-bye.
This is Marlon from Sparty Hawk Cash, and you are listening to Beckett Radio. Let's do it. Hey, guys. Uh, right back, right quick, after Evan Mathis, uh, Super Bowl champion Evan Mathis. It's a little bit hard to follow up Evan Mathis, so, but I think we did a pretty good job. Uh, Corey, good luck. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> I've been to one Super Bowl, so there's that. Awesome. Right, wait, uh, more than I've been to. Corey Hollingsworth <laughs> from Panini. Um, I know what you guys all want to talk about, but it's not happening. We're talking about soccer, and we're talking about basketball because we have the brand manager of both sitting in front of us. What's up, man? Hey, man. Uh, happy to be here enjoying Chicago and uh, just – Having a lot of fun inter- interfacing with everybody and, and talking our sports products, man. It's great. It's, it, it is. Deal, man. is this your first national? It you, is my first national, oh, is this actually. Like, oh, very good. Yeah, so very cool. have a little bit of uh, wide-eye syndrome where I'm just, you know, overwhelmed yeah, by some of these collections and uh, just, just some, you know, people have such amazing, amazing products here. Right. Yeah. How do you feel about following a Super Bowl champion on Beckett Radio? I mean, You know, uh, I, I've always known that I'll be in a shadow of Super Bowl champions. <laughs> okay. So I'm used to that. And, okay. you know, living in Dallas where <laughs> there's, uh, there's five – five statues you know? right it's, right but it, it's okay now how long have you been involved in the hobby how long have you worked for panini or where were you before that or yeah so uh i've been with panini for almost five years okay and uh before that you know i collected uh when i was younger i was always okay. mostly in a basketball okay uh you know had a lot of time in the uh 2003 2004 rookie class the, oh, you good. know lebron mellow sure. and all that and uh, but yeah, uh, before this, I, I'm from California originally, and uh, I had interned with the Clip- the Clippers and the Kings, there and you go. done a bunch of other little uh, side things within uh, professional sports, and nice. moved out to Dallas, and uh, ended up just getting on with Panini, and uh, yeah, I've been there five years, and it's been great. Very nice, very nice. That's you've awesome. Been, you've been the front man on the basketball for a while, right? Yeah, so uh, yeah, I've been a brand manager. I've been on product development for basketball for uh, for almost five years. Okay, so when when Panini got the basketball license, and you you, you have Nine. it now. Um, what did, what what were your goals for it, and like how did you want to progress it? Well, you know, uh, like I started in 2012, and we had already had the license right. for a Hold few while, years. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, there was a lot of. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I should. Re- Rephrase that. When yeah. you came on, how did you gotcha. want? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I took a look at a lot of the products, and uh, I loved, you know, the, what what Panini had established. But mm-hmm. we know there's a lot of heritage and a lot of history within the industry, especially in basketball. And you know, we, we know how much collectors love '90s products. And, right. and you know, right. every every collector has different wants and needs. So we wanted to make sure. Personally, for me, I wanted to make sure that in our product portfolio, we had something that was going to cater to somebody who was a looking for a dollar pack and wanted to get value out of it right to somebody who wanted to buy a hundred dollar box to somebody who was buying a three hundred dollar box and you know just trying to make sure that every brand had a reason for being in the calendar okay. and, and for me that's a, that's a big thing is establishing brand identity and making sure that something uh really makes sense in the calendar yeah makes a that's lot of great sense. man yeah because it's a uh, there's there's uh collectors at all levels you know yeah. there's guys at the dollar the ten dollar the fifty dollar the hundred dollar packs you know and cards have really gotten out of hand on some level oh my you gosh know, six eight thousand dollar boxes of cards so sure um it's good to hear that you guys are actually like thinking about that you know thinking about the little guy and the kids and yeah and things like that to be able to, to and, and, and we want to make sure that you know at least internally it is a really a big group effort you know sure. we, we will ask uh you know our designers who a lot of them come from different backgrounds not 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 a lot of them are in sports some of them have done sports and we say hey you know we really want to work out this concept uh, you know what do you think about doing this what do you think we could make you know how we can make these products look really unique and really different right and you know that's something that actually that happened with like with grand reserve last year okay uh, we we had the idea for the cornerstones cards originally. those are that's a great product by the I, way what I, i've seen it's been very nice i really really like grand reserve you know nice. uh, it's 
from everyone I've talked to who's broken it, they're really enjoying it because mm -hmm. you know you know that every box you're getting a Cornerstones autograph. And, right. Uh, but just the the craziness of the different substrates in there, you know, the the etched cards and the um, the leather on the or the, the canvas feel on the memorabilia cards. I, I think it's a really really good product where it was we, very well thought out it has a lot a lot of niches to it so and you know it's very it, good. it came from it, there were a lot of meetings that we had actually i, I had a lot of uh, meetings with uh, his name is john mata he's he's one of our uh, art directors and he okay. and i went back and forth it was like okay so what if we did this for the base card what if we tried to make like a letterpress look what if we you know and, right. and i think the in, in product development whenever we have a chance to sit and ask what if and really yeah. flesh that out it really works itself good. out very That's well good. With, Fair enough. With follow a follow up question to that, what were some of the things that you you saw other basketball companies doing when they had license that you wanted to keep certain aspects of uh, at, when you came on with Panini? Like, you know, there's there's classic bas basketball looks going back through the years. So, you know, what did you want to like kind of keep the texture or feel of? Yeah, you know, I, I took a look at you know what I had collected, and I, I remember when I first started with Panini, I went back home and I was like, okay, let me look through what I've got and see if this, you know, and, and we know well in this industry, you know that. We, we are we're always watching what everybody's doing because oh, yeah. we're we're all at our heart for product development. We're collectors. Sure. You know what I mean? So there's there's some people in our group who only collect nineties basketball. There's some people in our group who only collect vintage and you know, some people only collect cubs or sure. you know one team. Right. So we all have this vast array of what we like and what we don't like. Okay. And, you know, there are times where I looked back at certain products, you know, like the Fleer products of the 90s. I, I, I always loved looking at them. You know, I always loved the, the metal. I loved seeing, even in the 2000s, like Fleer Avant. And I loved seeing mm -hmm. some of the smaller brand, brands that maybe didn't, maybe got overshadowed by the Ultimate and by, you know, Exquisite and these big brands. But, you know, I think that there's something that uh, you look at what was a fan favorite at the time, or you take a look. You know, we, we can't replicate, replicate the 90s in every single product. Right, right, you can't. Um, but, you know, we, we find ways to take what's, from the heart of the hobby and something that was a real centerpiece mm -hmm. and adapted to 2017 or 2018. Sure. You know, we, we take concepts where we're like, okay, I loved like going back to Grand Reserve where it's like, it, you have this quietness of the base set and then you have the chaos from those car cars. Right, right. You know, and right. Grand Reserve gives you this idea of a high-end wine or something else like that. And, uh, you know, so we wanted the base cars to look really elegant and, and sure. simple. Sure, But then all of a sudden you get this wild, you know, etched car that's a one of one or you get, um, you know the hickory cards. I, I, I like to, to find sets like when I think about the card, the collect, the things I collected when I was a kid. Uh, I, I just remember the simpleness of the cards, mm -hmm. and then I remember also just seeing those inserts that stood out. And when you're fanning through your cards, and you just see something, you see something that yep. you want, you know that you're like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, what did I pull? Right. And I want to make sure that there's fun in every product. Sure. And you know, obviously, we work on such a you know times time frame that. Sometimes, you know, we were like, oh, gosh, this is great. And then we get to the execution, and it's like, okay, this was good, you know, but we want to improve upon it. Right, right. I got you. Makes and sense. I think that we, we hit a point where there's some things that we really do like, and then there's some things where we're like, hey, we got to retool this, and we got to, you know. Sure. And, and we do look at that. You, you look at the products from 80s, 90s, even all the way back. We've, we've looked at stuff from 50s and 60s. We're like, how can we make this work? Right. So. Nice. I want to cool. see the ruler cards. That's, remember those old Topps ruler cards? Oh, those cards? Topps ruler cards, I want to yeah. see those. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's like make that fold out. Like, Yeah, those were kind of cool. Yeah, well, right I mean, then. I remember from, I think this was uh, Authentics, I want to say, in 2003, 2004. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember having the Chris Bosch fold-outs where it was the big ticket. Sure, and, the big ticket. Uh, and, you know. Yeah, the Shaq one was just like a huge card. Yeah, <laughs> he looked so, so big on that, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Well, let's yeah. talk about soccer for a moment. Of course. I probably broke, ripped more 2016-17 Donruss soccer than anybody else 
in the United States. Nice. <laughs> I, 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 I loved it. I pulled a Gareth Bell number to 15 out of it. Nice. And then, then it was just on for me. It was, it was like yep. completely on. Um, but I think that with Panini and soccer, were you around for the, the initial World Cup prism? Was it I, I, was, uh, I was with the company. I, I was still on basketball at the time. Okay. I did not, so I, I wasn't on the uh, World Cup. But, I mean, obviously we're coming yeah. up for that again. Right, exactly, year. man. That, that kind of just set the – set the tone for panini and soccer in general and now you guys are are making you know you guys some mid-end products you guys some really nice high-end products right thank Um, you it's how what do you guys want to do with that going forward because i mean that that license is pretty cool oh yeah you know it it's something where we had a a ramp up that went very quick right right you know world cup was a great success Uh, you know that was something where people who didn't even you know know whether or not to call it soccer or football right, right, right. all of a sudden jumped in and said oh hey what are these shiny cards that you right. know have my team's players on right, right. and uh, you know it was something new where that was almost everybody's rookie card right right right, right 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 and there are certain players that had never had a trading card before at least not domestic you know there might have been another product um, that had come out but uh, we then saw the demand and we saw, okay, well, let's take a look at that. And the following year, you know, we had Donruss and then we had uh, Select, I want to say those right. Sure. Like yeah. that. And obviously Flawless became a huge hit. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's good were, across the board. Yeah. yeah and, and there were days when we were looking at Flawless and we just couldn't believe what was going in there. I right. mean, you, you see some of those cards of Ronaldo, Messi, and even some of the legends, you sure. know. And uh, as we've grown the market, you know, we, we saw last year that uh, the pacing wasn't great. You know, okay, we, we right. know that last year with Spectra, Black Gold, and everything that came out in the fourth quarter, you know, those were good products, but they were just all lumped onto each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we made sure that, you know, this year as we wanted to lead into the World Cup and we wanted to continue to um, do what was best, what we thought for uh, this this sector, was to make sure that the spacing was right and uh, to really make sure that, like I was mentioning earlier, about making sure that every release had a reason to be in the calendar. Right, right, that makes right. sense. You know, so we started off this year with Aficionado, and I, I liked Aficionado a lot. I know, uh, you know, there's a, a lot of, uh, you know, debate on it, but I, I think that, you know, hearkening back to that design from, what, 20 years ago. Sure. Uh, you know, I was talking with somebody, uh, one of the dealers and said they loved it. It was one of their favorite products. That's really? cool. And, you know, that was one where it was a mix of club and country, and then we had Revolution, which, uh, you know. Let's we, let's talk about Revolution. Okay, let's do that. Because that is like a very, okay, I'm just going to say it's a very blah product on the outside. Yeah. You know, because the hits aren't there. Sure. But you really start digging into that with those parallels, and yep. especially like the Galactics. You know, they're yeah. like, no one knows about those. We, very we, few people are talking about those Galactics, and they are, they're, they're not autographed. Nope. They're not, they're not numbered. There are no jersey cards nope. attached to it. They're nope. just a cool parallel with a cool design that everybody wants right now. And you know, we, we had uh, we had a, a breaker at our uh, at our booth yesterday, uh-huh. and uh, sat in on Revolution okay. and he was doing the case. And then all of a sudden, so Real Madrid was the last team that got bought. Okay. In okay. his in his uh, case break, and you know it had been a good case so far. And then the second to last stack of cards, he fans and he goes, uh oh. And, and you know that feeling in, right, in a case right. break where you get that uh-oh. Uh-oh. And he looks, and it's a Showstoppers card with a black background. Ah. Uh, and it was a Galactic thick. Showstoppers of Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, wow. Arguably Huge. one Huge. of the top five hits in the entire product. Absolutely. Wow. No auto, no mem, nope. no numbering. No nothing. 
and we're everyone was talking about it. It's like okay, that's you know that could be a seven hundred dollar card on the on uh, secondary market. Yeah, easy. easily, easy. And uh, you, you yeah, know, something like that. E yeah, no autograph, no autograph, nothing. You grade that, and boom, you're over a thousand dollars. And it's a beautiful card too. It we, is. We looked oh, at I've it. I've seen I've seen different ones of them. Yeah, they're Re Revolution is actually one of my favorite brands that we do. Uh, it, it's something that you know in basketball we made it. We really shorted the autographs in that. And uh, you know it was two per mini. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember the year before we opened that on camera. Yeah, Eric yeah. and I opened that on camera. I remember walking away, just kind of shaking my head, like I don't understand this product. But sure. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't understand what was actually in that product yeah. with the Galactics and and you know some of that stuff you guys are doing, even aficionado with the downtowns. And, yes. You know, there's you know out of nowhere, and you know where it all started. The kabooms. Mm. I the love kabooms. me some oh, kabooms. Oh yeah, kabooms. Yeah, of course. I love me some kabooms. That's and, good stuff, man. And we know that you know from actually from a couple of years experience now that soccer collectors do line up a little bit more with basketball collectors in terms of the way that parallels and uh, short numbered cars, the way that yeah. they react in the secondary market compared to football or you know baseball. Sure. And that's why we, we felt the revolution could transfer over. And obviously we went up on the autographs there. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. You know, to make it every other box. And right. uh, you know, I, I think it was a good formula. And in the, the people who I've talked to who've been opening revolution, they said that like, you know, that $60 buy or $64 buy is one of their best sure. products yeah, on the yeah. shelves. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. And, you know, we, we've we've tried to make sure that in soccer we're hitting the price points correct. Right. You know, because at first, you know, we love the way that Spectra has performed in other sports. You know, basketball every year is a good product. Football took off. And, you know, we wanted to try and uh, create that in soccer. And then it, it just didn't, you know... It worked. It just had had to do a little bit of uh, recalibrating. Sure. Right? And that's really what last year was, where we took a look at it and said, okay, these are good products, but we need better spacing and we need, uh, you know, maybe a little bit better range. Sure. Sure. It works, man. I want to say one thing about aficionado. Sure. Everything I didn't like about basketball aficionado, I love about soccer really? aficionado. Yes. Yeah? Yes. It, it's like the – now – what did I pull out of Aficionado, that Sean Kemp card that I really liked? It was, yeah, uh, what was that? I forget. What it was, was it? Aficionado was it? would have been either probably, um, I mean, there were a, maybe the Meteor, court, me, Meteor card, that insert, or was it a... Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a Sonics guy, so whatever. Sure. But everything I didn't care for about Aficionado basketball, I loved in Aficionado soccer. Right. And I've probably bought a lot of that, too, that my wife doesn't know about. But um, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, I, liked, I liked that a lot, the soccer product. It was a lot of fun. So, yeah. uh, man... Paul is up against it. We got we Paul and I are both up against it. We got to go uh, join Top Shelf Breaks for a break sure. of uh, certified football. Certified football. So okay, uh, there you go. go. Then we'll be over there. But thanks for stopping by. Yeah, man. yeah. let's let's do this again, man. Of we're, course, we're local. We're right next to each yeah, other for the most part. So yeah. let's. Uh, and real quick, you know, yeah. uh, just to give you an idea of what 2017 is about. Before okay. We sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys got to go. No, um, but yeah, we do we do know of course Immaculate is coming out mm -hmm. very okay. soon in soccer. All right. Um, it's loaded. Oh, that's going to be awesome. It is absolutely yeah, loaded. That's going to be awesome. Sneak peek cards from the sneakers. Everything else is in there we have um, a product coming out later this year as well that is uh, called nobility okay, okay. stuff coming out it's mostly a retired player set oh, oh nice it's got on-card autographs it's gonna be fantastic and then we still have select coming as well Paul so also with on-card autographs for the first time Paul and I have a, a running conversation either on air or off air uh, about soccer and hit when you hit something in the soccer and you hit like really hit. It's it's a big big deal. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, you guys are doing a really good job with the license. And Thanks. I like appreciate it. A lot. it. Love I like talking it. with you guys. All yeah, right, guys. Fantastic. Uh, good guys, day. hang tight. We'll be right back. This is Beckett Hockey Editor Stephen LaRush, and you're listening to Beckett Radio, home of the Fat Packs. Whew, man, this is like a marathon. 
It is a marathon, and, and we don't run much. Yeah, we don't <laughs> run much. We don't run much. Uh, speaking of, that's a, I, just, I just thought of a great question for our next guest, Mr. Evan Mathis, Super Bowl champion. Uh, you might you might have heard of him. He's been on the been on the show a few times. He has. I'm I think a regular. He's a regular now. He's, he's a regular. He's just I like, like it. It's his own segment. He's just a contributor, really. Why not? <laughs> Why not? So what's going on, man? You're here at the national. What's going on? Well, yeah, I'm here at the national, nerding out, having a great time. Uh, my first national was actually the same show two years ago. Okay. When I had been cut by Philly and I hadn't been picked up by Denver yet, so I had the freedom to skip the first week of camp and come out Perfect. here and have a great time. And I was looking forward to retirement, to being able to do this again. And here I am, and I'm having a blast. Sweet, sweet. Good deal, man. Now, uh, you, you said you know you've been cut by Philly, you hadn't been picked up by Denver, and, and camp is starting this week. How are you feeling as you, now you're retired and you're not you're not having to go to camp? How do you feel? I, I couldn't feel better. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the camp the camp was always a grind. I, I mean, I, I had a great time with football. I had a great time with all that. Um, I'm grateful for everything I was able to do in my career, but I'm I'm, I'm even more grateful that it's over. Sure. And I'm able to. You know, you have a little more free time, enjoy life. There you go. It's good. Good stuff. Um, now, I have an, another question for you. Um, Paul said running. Paul and I are going to have a 40-yard race tomorrow. Uh, any tips <laughs> on how we don't kill ourselves? <laughs> as, as yeah, make, uh, let's make sure we stretch, we warm up, and we're well hydrated. Okay. Not okay. necessarily in those order, but okay. all three okay. very important. All three of those, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, and just we, uh, we go probably should have gone to training camp. Yeah, before we probably should. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a scary thing. Mm -hmm. uh, we're calling it the Fat Pack Forty. What's going to happen is uh, uh, Paul and I are going to have a forty-yard dash. I'm going to have a representative. Paul's going to have a representative, and uh, whoever wins, their representative will win a box of cards or something like that. Oh wow! So yeah. a lot on the line here. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot, lot on the line. Yep. Uh, mostly our health. <laughs> 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 but uh, we're we're excited to do that. Uh, so you. Last time you were on, you gave us an update about your uh, your PSA collection. How's that going? Man? You, yeah. you had Ford last time? Yeah, no. we were talking about the, the 86 through 89 Fleer basketball yeah. mega set all four years, including the stickers. Um, actually down to two more cards in PSA 10 to be done. Okay. Nice. They're both pop ones. They're oh. tough cards. 1988 Fleer sticker of Larry Bird and Clyde Drexler. Okay. Oh, wow. So okay. trying to hunt those down. Okay. Have you have you looked out here on the show floor yet? Yeah, that stuff's impossible to find. Yeah. The first two days I spent just, you know, I was going through everything, trying to buy whatever I could. And wow. I didn't see much of that stuff. Wow, wow. That's a bummer, man. That is a bummer. You, that is a bummer. Are you collecting anything else right now? I'm all over the place, man. Yeah. I, I, lo I love too much stuff. That's my problem. Sure. <laughs> uh, this, this show, I spent the first two days buying a lot of stuff. And I bought so much, I said, I better set up a little bit and try to sell some stuff so I can keep buying. <laughs> there but, you go. <laughs> yeah, so I, I set up, and I'm, I'm here right now. At, I'm at booth 1025 with a bunch of fun stuff out there. Awesome. All right, cool. Yeah, check that out too. I, we're we're happy at that far. We, we got to go down that way around four o'clock. So uh, all right, there we go. We're gonna go down there and check it out. You that, can probably sprint down there to practice your forty. I, I there you go. <laughs> we might get there by tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> what times are so close? Yeah, I know, seriously. <laughs> That's so funny. So uh, did you did you go enjoy the tops VIP party? Were you a part of that? No, I didn't no. do any of that stuff. No, uh, you just set up. I'm usually in bed kind of early. Yeah. I don't know when the VIP party was. Or I think it was at like two thirty in the afternoon. Oh, they did. Yeah, oh yeah. I thought you. I picture party. I picture at night. No, yeah. I'm, I'm just here hanging out at the show mainly. Okay, uh, how's business, man? Last time you were on, you had a great new business going on, and yeah, that how's business that going? is going pretty well. Yeah. Uh, we've got our, our our platform fully mod fully automated with the uh, email marketing services. Sure, All um, right. and that's growing, and it's you know we, we put a lot of work into that, so now I'm able to sit back a little bit and have some fun, take some time off, and play with some cards. Awesome, awesome, good deal. You Good break, deal, man. Are you breaking anything high end, like National Treasures or? or um, did you say break? What? Yeah, breaking. Are you ripping anything like that? I haven't ripped anything yet. No. Uh, I've been looking for something, trying to find something for me and my friends to open for fun. Okay. Um, haven't decided on what 
that should be yet. I don't really know this year, this year's releases real well. Sure. But whatever, I mean, whatever has the best hits, maybe y'all know. Whatever has the best hits, most upside, we should try. Let me know. All I think right. That Panini Immaculate Collegiate? Yeah, that Collegiate stuff is hot, man. That's pretty cool. It's yeah, hot. It's I mean, it's Collegiate cool. uniforms, but. I don't mind that. Stuff, I like man, it. The, the cases I've seen broken here have been really, really good so nice. far. So. And then Upper Deck has that um, monumental box. Monumental, yeah. It's, a, it's like it's like a thousand a box. A thousand bucks or something, yeah. But it's massive stuff, man. It, it's yeah. The box is about as big as this table. Oh, I think I've seen people walking around with yeah, those. They're yeah. massive. Yeah. They're, they're big as you, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just breaking that kind of stuff. So uh, you have any other plans? I mean, are you, other than the, the, the older vintage stuff, are you looking for anything modern on the floor? Yeah, I'm all over the place. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm here. I did some advertising, too, in the local area to okay. tell people that I'm buying collections of all sizes, all years. Sweet. I, I'm pretty high on you know, the 90s basketball refractors and inserts, particularly Jordan. Sure. Uh, I got a lot of that stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I really am all over the place. I mean, I've, I've, I've got Pokemon, non-sport. Nice. Baseball, football, basketball, hockey. I got everything. I'm in there. I'm just in the cards, man. Sweet. That's awesome, man. Love a card nerd. He said Pokemon. <laughs> Your Pokemon. Yeah, that's awesome. Right <laughs> that's awesome. He's a Super Bowl champ right here talking about Pokemon. Charizards, <laughs> baby. Yeah, man. It's all about Charizards, <laughs> man. You got any? First, first editions are first off edition the hook, Charizard. Yeah, I sold mine today. Did you really? Did you really? Yeah, it was only an eight, but. Only yeah, an eight. I had, a, I had a first edition Charizard, and it's gone. Yeah. Sweet. Still a good card, man. What, what's the prize possession in, in your in your collection? What like like I got, it's never leaving. I brought I brought I brought those here. They're actually sitting at my table just to, for conversation pieces. But we have to count the Super Bowl ring as one of them. Of course. So that's out there. That's yeah. huge. Yep. I got my 1953 mantle, Mickey Mantle PSA 10. Okay. Okay. My 1952 mantle PSA 9. Okay. Yeah. And I have the highest graded Star Jordan 95. With wow. three nine five subgrades and a ten. Oh wow. wow. Quad plus. Quad plus. That is good stuff right there. That, that is yeah. good stuff. Man. Did it take you long to find that card? Like how what how did you Man, I had the thing I had a nice one or uh, with two nine fives and two nines that I was reviewing it forever. Okay. And it never went. And eventually I decided to sell it because I realized how nice the one I had in the unopened bag was. Okay. And that yeah. ended up Sure. Hitting, you know, hitting it out of the park with that one. Well, there wow, you go. That's awesome. Makes a lot of sense. That's awesome. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Paul, you got anything? That's all. We should have done this interview at his uh, table. Yeah, we should have went down there. Yeah, we'll, check we'll, out we can stuff. move down there. I'll be at 1025. You can come down there and sell me all your stuff. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I can bring the wireless mic down there. We can just, we could. just do we it like should. that. So can we get your thoughts on the on maybe way early preseason predictions for the NFL like what teams do you think I've are, got nothing you got nothing no, I'm out of touch now no nothing no. I don't have, have any you, idea have you gotten any phone calls this this offseason no they know better they know better they know yeah, better, they know better. <laughs> I, I lost 42 pounds since January yeah if I was gonna play maybe a maybe a like I always said maybe a third down pass rush defensive end but oh. I'm done <laughs> <laughs> you're done does it feel good to be retired like really really good no Just, it does yeah. it really does at, at first you know ending last year on a season-ending injury with yeah. a major surgery, uh, it took some while to re- it took a while to recover. Okay, and you know, while I was recovering, I was you know after I got recovered, I started losing the weight. And once I finally lost a bunch of the weight, my my ankles and everything started feeling much better. Sure, yeah. and you know, every not hitting not running your head into people all day long every day also starts to feel a little better. <laughs> I sure. can imagine. You got any plans to uh, do any coaching or anything like that? No, I'm, not I don't your, think so. Not no, your thing. Okay. Not my thing. No, the the. the okay. It's, it takes major commitment to do what, that, what those those guys do, and I, I think I've had enough 
football for you know for one lifetime. There you go. You yeah. just open the packs now, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Awesome. awesome. We're going to let you get out of here because we're up against the buddy. But, hey, thanks for joining the show again. We really yeah, appreciate guys, every time you step out. Yeah, awesome, man. Appreciate uh, it. You guys, right, I'm going to his booth. I'll see you. Yeah, we're going to go. Hey, this is Jeff Eisenman of the Post Game, and you are listening to Beckett Radio. Paul Punsworth. Eric, I got nothing, man. You know why? You know I got nothing? Because we killed day two, man. Man, we killed day two. It, or maybe it killed us. It I don't maybe, know. But you maybe. know what, though? I still got a smile on my face because yeah. I'm happy. It was a lot of fun, huh? This is like Disneyland. It is. It's like Disneyland for an overweight middle-aged guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just got done uh, participating in a Top Shelf Breaks Breaks. Oh, man, we killed it, man. It was awesome. Certified. That was a lot of fun. Had a ton of fun. A lot of ton of, yeah, a ton of fun, literally and figuratively. <laughs> you know, Chris Keller is doing a great job up there at Top Shelf Breaks. Uh, he let us go on live with him, break some cards. So much fun, man. Just a great guy. Uh, love, it, love him to death, man. Yeah. Love him to death. They do good things there at Top Shelf Breaks. So check them out whenever you can. Check them out yeah. on uh, Breaker TV, right? No, or they're on, just on YouTube. And, uh, YouTube. If you go to TopShelfBreaks.com. TopShelfBreaks.com. There you, you go. Know, you can uh, check them out there. There you go. Check them out. But he's such a, a fan of the show, and he, he's a good supporter of the show. And uh, these cards that you, you guys are seeing on uh, social media that are, we're handing out and people are, tw- are tweeting pictures of them and everything, yeah. those are all, that's all courtesy of, uh, of Chris and Matt. And, uh, of course, again, I want to mention that the artwork is done by uh, Brent Naughton, who will be here in, yep. in studio slash wherever tomorrow yeah. so um man it was it was really really great of him to do that for us he did our open for us that was really great um just he's a big supporter of the show and i, I can't I, I personally i don't feel like i can thank him enough no not at all i you understand know? yeah I, understand. I just can't just can't good so dude let's, let's talk about briefly just give a quick show recap man there was a lot that went on today uh tops you know oh yeah tops talk to Susie at tops yeah. just great Evan Mathis. <laughs> yeah, Evan Mathis. Always fun to have Super Bowl champion. You know what? And it was fun to have Ryland on the show. That yeah, might right. have been my favorite one was Ryland. That was really Sitting good. right here across from us, 11 yeah. or 12, technically 11, however he put yeah. that. And uh, just killing him, man. It's so fun to see a kid yeah. who's on the internet doing his thing, yeah. you know, on YouTube, um, and, and just loves cards. Yeah, that was, loves cards. That was a lot of sports, fun. Loves sports, loves cards. So a good lot deal. Of fun. Shout out to him uh, for hanging out with us. Good stuff. He's been on Sports Center before. Yeah, I mean, like so he's cooler than we yeah, are. Yeah, he's real. Like he's twelve. He's, he's a cooler lot cooler than, than us. <laughs> so, but, uh, uh, good deal. His dad too. Shout out to his dad, man. Yeah. He's just a n- nice dude, man. He's yeah, awesome. Uh, so we got some things lined up for tomorrow already. Uh, we're gonna have um, Mr. Alan Nars back on the show tomorrow. Yep. yep, very cool. But he's bringing the fish with him. Yeah, he is. He's bringing he's the biggest bringing fish, the fish there is. We're not right? talking about trout. Yeah, he's yeah. bring he's bringing fish with him, and we're gonna talk about a uh, top baseball card. A national, a national baseball card day, yep. and then just you know what it, it's going to be a blowout segment. Oh, there you go, Mr. Bunsworth in the house. Yes, uh, sir. Who else we got? Dude, uh, I still oh, got it, man. Uh, you don't know about that. I didn't tell you. I, I, I set this up while right. while I went to went to see Mr. Mathis's booth. Okay, what do you got? What do you got? Uh, Rich Mueller from Sports Collector Daily Boom. is coming on tomorrow. All right, good deal. That, that, so uh, that's that's two for two. Two for two. That's awesome. That's two for two. Uh, oh. Top Shelf Breaks is going to be on tomorrow. Top Shelf Breaks is going to be on. Yeah. Mike Payne is coming on Mike tomorrow. Mike Payne's coming on tomorrow. Uh, talk about some old stuff. Yeah. <laughs> talk about Brent Naughton's going to stop down and, and talk about uh, talk about art with us. Um, and there's going to be a lot of stuff going on, and then of course. We got a couple other dealers that might be coming on too to talk about what they're doing okay. and uh, and where they're at and what's going on too. Okay. So it's gonna fat, be a good show. And the Fat Pack Forty. Yeah, Fat Pack Forty, man. Uh, y'all just pray for us, like yes. right, right, 
make sure that we're Set just covered up. in prayer and because uh, we're gonna die tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hope not. It's gonna be fun though. Oh, it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be fun. All right, good man. Uh, we we gotta go. We're up against the clock here. Uh, the lights are dimming. We're yeah. getting ready to be booted out of the convention center. Let's be honest. What's Let's up? Just be honest with them. Forget all the tiredness. We're hungry. Let's yeah. go eat. <laughs> Let's go eat. Yeah. All right, Paul. Guys, thanks for listening. Check us out tomorrow. And until next time, just keep listening. Cue the drink.